Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is a Tuesday, January 21st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a woman is now facing charges after authorities found a teen's body inside a plastic bin last week in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Sheriff's Office and Philadelphia Police found the body of 18-year-old Aaron Schweikert in the basement of the home in the 2100 block of Porter Street on January 16th. Police were serving a robbery warrant at the home, but officers were also investigating a possible case of human trafficking. The special victims unit were looking for a missing female who was approximately 18 years old. Authorities found five people, three males and two females, inside the home before discovering the body. One of the females was listed on the warrant uh, for not appearing in court on a robbery charge. The female and the four others were taken into custody. On Monday, the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office confirmed that Madison Lady is being charged with abuse of a corpse, tampering with evidence and false identification to law enforcement officers. Lady is currently in police custody. Charges against others taken in custody last week have not been announced at this time. A lady has a preliminary hearing set for next month. According to sources, at this time, Schweikert's death appears to be accidental. Residents staying at a shelter in the brewery town section of Philadelphia say they have resorted to finding any way possible to keep themselves and their children warm as they wait for the heat to work. Residents have their children sleeping in snowsuits and jackets while they stay in the shelter in the 1400 block of Newkirk Street. A resident has her seven-month-old sleeping in a coat that is not as thick as a snowsuit but she says it's the best solution she has at the moment. Multiple women said that they found extreme measures to try to stay warm. There has been no official comment from the shelter, but a maintenance worker said that the heater was on, even pointing out that it has a new unit, but residents there disagree. Waze, an app that provides traffic conditions and directions, is promising to fix, uh, promising a fix after some drivers who were looking for Atlantic City ended up in the woods. Police in Jackson Township, New Jersey, put out a warning after at least 10 drivers who thought that they were headed to the Borgata Casino and Resort became stuck on the sandy, unpaved roads of the Collier's Mill Wildlife Management Area in Ocean County. Yeah, All like right. dirt roads, man. Yeah, okay, yeah. so has any has this ever happened to you guys? Anything no. similar? Okay. Waze is always taking me to the right place, but I know that there have been glitches. Yeah. So this I, happened to me at going to the Borgata. Now I didn't, I didn't <laughs> follow, so I don't know if it was exactly this. Um, but we ended up nowhere near the Borgata, and I was like, okay, you know what? I am not, I'm not following this. And it was ways that we used. Okay. And I said, I'm yeah. not following this. Um, did, did and, you... and I was able to get there because I knew where I was going. We you know right. sometimes you throw it in ways you want to see which exactly. Sure, and how long it's going to take yeah, you to get yeah, there yeah. and all that. Yeah. So sure. I was just kind of going with the flow and and following. But I mean, it took uh, took us way off track and uh, we st- I was a- with a girlfriend of mine and we started laughing about it and-, and just kind of put the phone away because I knew where I was going. Did but- you put it in manually or did- so, they're saying you- if you click off right. an-, an ad? Right, that- so I don't remember. I don't think I okay. clicked off the ad. That's why I-, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same thing as this or not, All but right. um, yeah, <clears throat> apparently it's if you click off of the ad right. that this is happening. Okay, um, so years ago in Joshua Tree, it took us to the wrong place. Uh, this past summer, I was in the desert and we ended up on some crazy dirt road that had, like, and it, it, eventually we couldn't drive anymore. And I was like, this is where it told us to go. This is exactly where it, it told us to go. When it we, will happen. It, it's a glitchy thing. Yeah. And, and there are countless stories of all sorts of GPS systems. What happens and here? Ways yeah. that, where, where something will set you. Oh, you have arrived. 
What? Well, it, it happens here with with um, our radio station. You can't put one Balaplaza in your oh, GPS. Right here. It, oh, right yeah, I didn't know that. It, it mm. takes you to a different building. It takes you to the Borgata. <laughs> no, it takes you to one Belmont for whatever reason. Oh, so, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, yeah. the uh, people get confused <clears throat> with Belmont Ave. Belmont uh, and the Belmont building or whatever. I don't so, even think it takes you to Belmont. It takes you further. It takes you to, yeah. like, two Bella. GPS always screws you up if you're coming to our building. You have All to right, use so, a different address. So that's, uh, you know, that's uh, maybe a tenth of a mile right, away. Right, right. This is 45 <laughs> miles away yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle of the frickin' Pine Barrens. Yeah. I, that's We're, a major F-up. Very easy to get stuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so man. The, and so you're following signs. You're like... Yeah, but the signs say to go this way. Yeah, but Waze but, is telling me well, to go is, that this way. This is way off. It's, it's yeah. before you even get to those signs that tell you that you're yeah. going towards Atlantic oh, City. Yep. So the wildlife area is comprised of more than 1,200 acres, mainly located in Jackson and Plumstead townships, which is about 45 miles away from the actual Borgata Casino in Atlantic City. Police pointed out in a warning that they posted on Facebook. I always I trust Waze. I, I do because it is it's user feedback and it lets you know where the the traffic issues are. That's the most appealing thing to me. So. When my wife and I are going somewhere, and we've been there before, and it's saying, no, go this way. Yeah, yeah. Where I, I, I'm, you always question. I'm like, I, I, and, and the times that I have questioned I it and said, screw it, I'm going the way I know, I get stuck in some nasty backup. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I've learned to follow it if I need to get there by a certain time. Right. So so I, I the same same thing with me. So I, I am not reticent to tap out of GPS instructions. Of her, no, this is wrong. I, I'm not going to do this. And then go my own way. Uh, the one time I did that with Waze, I got screwed over, mm. and I thought, okay. And, and anyone who'd followed the way on Waze that was going to the same destination got there like 20 minutes earlier. So I'm like, okay, there's my litmus test. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just last night, the yoga studio that I go to opened up a uh, new yoga studio in Autobahn, and uh, so I'm not used to going there. So I threw it in Waze, and it was having me go down Ridge to Trooper Road instead of yes. getting on the Schuylkill to 422. So I texted her, and I said, hey, is, is this the right way from Conchahawken? And she just texted back, always trust Waze. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You're mm-hmm. right. Do you know where you trust it? Around 422 to, in that, in that, gen- in that yeah. general area? Yeah. That's where it's a lifesaver. I just don't I don't trust it when I'm kind of like getting out of my immediate neighborhood. Like, you're like, I know what's best. I know what's yeah. best. So if, you, if you're really going to tell me to go down 252 at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, you're out of your mind. I know better than that. So I will go around that and I'll pick up ways. Well, later on. To Preston's point, you're, you're yeah. getting constant driver feedback. Yeah. And it's updating. Uh, you know, it, it's in use. It's yep. a user app. Yep. Yeah. So according to police, the bad directions only impacted users who tapped on an advertisement for the Borgata inside the Waze app. Police say Waze is working on the problem and will hopefully have it fixed by Tuesday. In the meantime, they're warning drivers to double check their directions. Why not just build a second Borgata in the Pine Barrens? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Take advantage of it. <laughs> All right. In sports this morning. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon in Brooklyn, the Sixers beat the Nets, winning 117-111. to Ben Simmons led the way with a triple-double, scoring 34 points. 
with 12 rebounds and 12 assists. He added five steals and two block shots and shot 12 of 14 from the field in one of his best overall games of his career. Nice. The Sixers are in Toronto tonight with a game against the Raptors and tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. In other NBA news, a law firm representing Chandler Parsons says the Atlanta Hawks forward suffered potentially career-ending injuries in an automobile accident mm. caused by a drunk driver last week. The Hawks announced that Parsons had been placed in the NBA's concussion protocol after suffering a concussion and whiplash in a crash, but did not disclose any further details. His law firm, however, said in a statement that Parsons suffered multiple severe and permanent injuries, including a traumatic brain injury, disc herniation, oh. and torn labrum. The firm said the driver who caused the crash, who was not identified in the statement, was arrested and charged with DUI. The driver allegedly caused a three-car crash, including Parsons' vehicle, and admitted to drinking. And the Flyers have their final game before the All-Star break tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins. 49 games into the season, the Flyers are in sixth place in the Metro Division with 26 wins and 58 points, while the Penguins are in second place with 31 wins and 67 points. The puck drops at 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, Welcome to Tuesday, dear friends. Maybe it's a, maybe at yesterday often. Today feels like a Monday. If so, well, good on you. Well, we have stuff to get to. Uh, we do have the Easy Money Contest returning today. So 8 a.m., your first shot at winning $1,000. And we'll do that five times today. So it's going to come up uh, at 8, and then we will do it again at 11 with Pierre and 1 as well. Then uh, Jackson takes over and 4 and 6 p.m. are your opportunities to uh, win $1,000. It's very easy to, and we'll tell you exactly how to do that around 8 o'clock. Um, word of the week prize. We got a six pack of pit tickets for the MM barbecue coming up on May 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now. It's Tuesday, so we'll give away a free Preston and Steve tattoo. Nice. Tattoo and Arts Convention was just in town. Casey went there. I did. And, uh, so all these artists, maybe they got inspired by some new stuff, seeing some people. Uh, and of course, uh, world famous Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo is where you will get your Preston and Steve tattoo. How do you get it? Well, you text the word tattoo to 39333 and we'll pick a random winner. And then you get your $350 gift certificate. You go to the tattoo shop, you get your Preston and Steve themed tattoo. So text that in now. It's up and running. We have a couple of guests on the program. We're going to talk to Adam Carolla this morning as a new documentary called Uppity, the Willie T. Rib Story. Boy, does this look good. And then, uh, before that, in the 8 o'clock hour, Terry Crews will be here in our studio. And uh, he is so energetic and the nicest guy. He's funny. He's Yeah. He's awesome. And apparently he's a great artist. Did you know that? I had no idea. Like Like painting? Like sketching and drawing and painting. And he's... and we'll have to ask him if this is true. Maybe he went he can to do school it. for it. He he was a courtroom sketch artist. Get no. Yes. I believe that was his, really? I believe his that, first gig. Yeah, his first gig. And I I think that might have been like, uh, he, he, that, he may have gotten a scholarship for art. He's that good. Wow. We need a pad and pen here, dude. Yeah. Really? He's a renaissance man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nice. So he's going to be here around uh, 8.15 this morning. So it should be pretty cool. Those things and more coming up. So let's go ahead and break. Come back in a second. I'll get the entertainment stories to you. Give some stuff away with the stupid question. And uh, we're going to hang this morning. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Keep listening to the Preston and Steve show to find out when we're headed back to Jack Frost Mountain for the 14th annual Cardboard Classic. And visit jfbb.com anytime for conditions and to view their live webcam. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Now. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
the so the stupid question this morning pair of tickets to see Cal Penn Saturday, February first at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Question that I have for you this morning has to do with the Mazda Motor Company. Huh. What is Mazda's rotary engine called? Two one five two six three WMMR. It's just it's a goofy name, and I've never heard of this before. And I didn't really know that rotary engines were used anymore. So we, my dad had um, his company gave him one of the first promotional Mazdas with the rotary engine. Piston engine goes. Remember that commercial? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Right. And it was uh, it was a, a fine car, but yeah, that was the only time I remember a rotary engine being a big thing. Yeah. Okay. What is uh, Mazda's rotary engine called? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. I'm going to go through some birthdays today while we're waiting for your answer. Tuesday, January twenty first. Gina Davis has her birthday today. Uh, and, of course, uh, she's been in lots of movies throughout the years. Tootsie, The Fly, Beetlejuice, Thelma and Louise, A League of Their Own. She's a subtle, um, good, solid actress. Yeah. I yeah. remember, again, I think I've mentioned a few times, Rosie O'Donnell on uh, A League of Their Own, talking about watching Gina Davis. She's she's not even acting. She can't, you know, that's, yeah. you can't even tell. And then she sees her on the screen and, and she says, oh, right. that's acting. Subtle. Right, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, she's 64 today. Emma Bunton. Baby Spice of the Spice Girls. Yeah. Baby's 44, by the way. Just had a hysterectomy. She ain't no baby anymore. <laughs> Hot flashes. Um, she still looks great, though. She's cute. Yeah. She's on some cooking show, a baking show, maybe. Yeah. Is she? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those uh, uh, best cake in the UK or yeah. whatever the hell it is. But it's good. It, on, I love those she's shows. She's a good host. Is it on Netflix or Food I, Network? I, I, or? I can't, I it's know. on one of those channels on your television. <laughs> Wait, she's the actual that. host, though? Uh, yeah. she's, she's one of the hosts. She's, yeah. she's one of the <laughs> Well, I need to see that. She's uh, she's cute. I always liked her. She was my favorite. Was she? Yeah, I know okay. you were a sporty guy. Something about sporty spice I liked. Yeah, there, if, we both love this audition footage of sporty spice, and yep. I think that's yeah. It was a posh and sporty guy. Yep. Uh, so forty four today, baby spice. Placido Domingo, the yeah. opera singer, is uh, 79 today. He's on thin ice now, right? Uh, yeah, because of uh, he's a little handsy. Maybe 80, 90 women have come forward. That's yeah. right. oh Over the God. weekend, I was I watched a little bit of a documentary about um, who's the other uh, the the the, the Pavarotti. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, and uh, it was kind of fun. It, it showed his interactions with Bono. Ah, uh, yeah, and yeah. They became good friends. What was it? Uh, Kosovo. What was that song yeah, they did together? Miss Sarajevo. Uh, that's right. That's Miss it, yes. Sarajevo. Yes, exactly. So uh, Placido Domingo. 79 today. Jack Nicholas, Hall of Fame, possibly the greatest golfer who ever lived, uh, is 80 years old today. And we say he's the greatest no. because consistency, right? Uh, y- yes, and, and tournaments won. Well, okay. I, I think Sam Snead won more tournaments, but I, I'd have to go look at the stats. But but Jack was, not only did he have, he may have had the most PGA tournaments won, and, and he also came in second place the most times usually by one stroke or so but he was just he was he, he won he, he was just uh, unstoppable he was just amazing uh but celebrates his 80th birthday today What's that? uh not that jack no that's that close nicholas yeah uh, i beg your pardon jack nicholas not jack nicholson robbie benson ah the actor is uh 64 today and hagrid 
No. No. I always forget that. Robbie Benson is in uh, The End, and he's in One on One, and he's in the... uh, He was in Ice Castles... The legend of uh, not, not no he was uh, Billy Joe McAllister. What was that? Uh, oh yeah, Ode to Billy Joe. Ode to Billy Joe. Yep, and uh, he was also the voice of the Beast in, in the animated Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that wild? It sounds wow. nothing like because he, he, yeah. he talks like this. He's kind of breathy. Yeah, and he he's choppy when he talks. Up your ass with yeah. the red hot poker. Uh, so he's uh, sixty four today. Nick, pull up the main page of uh, IMDb because there was a birthday that I saw in there that I wanted to point out. And Ooh, it was, boo. Yes. Yeah. Boo Boo. Boo Boo Stewart's birthday today. Steve, you will know Boo Boo Stewart because he's in Descendants. And he is, uh, his character's name is Jay. He's like what? the, he's the real athletic one. This guy. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. And, uh, he's good. He's very athletic. He made the football team. He was also, or whatever that sport was they Whatever played. they were playing, yeah. And then he was also in the Twilight Saga and in X-Men Days of Future Past, which is a great movie. Yes. Uh, he plays Warpath. They don't show him much in the movie. He's got a small part. Love but, that movie. But he was in that movie. Did you finally see Descendants 3, Preston? I did not. Oh, come on, man. I know, I know. We need to talk about it. I saw it. the first two many times. Yeah. But I did not see the third one, and <laughs> I, I'll, I'll put that on the list. Uh, it's Billy Ocean's birthday oh, today. Oh, Caribbean Queen. Caribbean Queen. And then also, uh, When the Going Gets Tough. When the Going Gets Tough, the tough. What movie is that from? I want to say it was one of the Romancing the Stone movies. I I think think so, yeah. yeah. That might have been it. The second one, which was, um, what was that one Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile. Very good. So I can't remember which child it was that uh, was born uh, of mine, um, but one of the nurses in the OR I uh, found out that I work for a radio station, and she requested that we play Billy Ocean the very next day. <laughs> and of course, you guys remember that? Yes, I think I do. Case <laughs> he also had. Well, let me see. Um, yeah, get yeah. out of my dreams and into my car. There you yeah. go. That's the one. Get out of get my dreams. Get out of my dreams. And uh, there'll be sad songs. I don't know that one, uh, but uh, Billy Ocean is seventy years old today. I wonder if he's doing like those. Um, 70s cruises, uh, you know yeah. what? Casey probably. and the Sunshine Band and all that stuff. He's got to be. Paul Young would probably be on that cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Air Supply. Yep. Uh, and then the last birthday I saw is actor Luke Grimes, uh, who has been on the show Yellowstone. Uh, he's been in the movie American Sniper, True Blood. He's yeah. a cast member there. Uh, and he is celebrating his 36th birthday today. So happy birthday to everybody. Uh, who is celebrating a birthday. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this uh, stupid question. The Mazda Motor Company had a rotary engine. What was it called? 215-263-WMMR. And it is Nancy that we're going to. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Nancy, do you know what the name of the rotary engine that Mazda created was called? I think it was the Wankel. The Wankel. The Wankel. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Hang on, Nancy. We are going to give you a pair of tickets to see comedian Cal Penn Saturday, February 1st at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. And tickets go on sale. Well, they are on sale now. You can click concerts at WMMR.com for complete information. The Wankel. The Wankel on the rotary engine. I forget exactly how the rotary engine worked. I remember there there was some sort of triangular... Device yeah, exactly. at the front in, of it. Instead of the pistons yeah, going yeah, yeah. up and down, it, it goes in a circular motion. Right. And I that's all that I know about With it. Such so. a success, we know nothing about it. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh let's start with the the, the Royal Watch. And I, I just have How about Bear Watch? I, <laughs> that would be even better. I, I only have a little bit on the Royals today. Bear watch. 
uh, because we're getting overloaded on this stuff. But Enough. Uh, uh, as uh, Megan and uh, Harry pa- uh, prepare to become financially independent. Goodbye. Goodbye. Rumors are swirling that they are planning to launch a large-scale production company, much like the Obamas did after exiting the White House. Uh, per insiders in the Daily Mail, they plan to make a living by providing voiceovers and producing documentaries on worthy issues such as mental health and climate change. Okay, not like cartoons and stuff like that. No, I don't think I so. I am Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Harry and Meghan cho- have uh, chosen godparents for Archie. Long a source of mystery and intrigue have reportedly been revealed. Oh, and who are they? So these are the guys. Archie's godmother is also his nanny, Tiggy Pettifer. Tiggy. You can't get yeah, no. Tiggy Pettifer. Much more upper crusty. Uh, is English she British? I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing. I, I was wondering if this is one of her friends from Canada, one of her besties. Tiggy. Tiggy Pettifer. Could you bring, bring me more of that spotted dick? Uh, his godfather is reportedly Charles's... Pippi and Tiggy are in the conservatory. Uh, equerry, which is royal speak for the head of his household, and that's Mark Dyer. All right. And well, I guess they are. One of Harry's good friends are, and mentors after the death of his mother, Diana, so he's known him for a long, long time. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know they liked me. Yeah. Well, they introduced him to Tiggy and everything. Tiggy and Steve. Yeah. Uh, Prince William and Harry have mended fences also after an alleged feud, according to reports. To some reports said William, uh, William's wife, Kate, was instrumental. Uh, they said that William and Harry have spent time together privately away from the official Sandringham Summit, working on their relationship and discussing their future. William, give Harry a hug right now. I don't want to. A source said it has been groundbreaking in terms of saving their bond as brothers and has been totally driven by them. Uh, But Kate and Megan, who was in Canada, did join in with some of the talks on more than one occasion, which is another sign of a real thaw in their relationship. It'd be sad if this, whatever the status is of this relationship, I assume and feel it will mend fully. They went through too much together. They lost their mother together. They went through all that tumult early. Um, so I, I, this is, you know, it's just a yeah. a bump in the road. I agree, Steve. So the delicate sensibility of the Internet simply can't sustain the drama of a Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt reunion. <laughs> While the pair's marriage ended badly almost 15 years ago, fans are still holding out hope that the pair will have a Hollywood ending. I have to, I have to admit I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the picture. There's a picture mm-hmm. of them backstage. Yeah. Every- they, they are a smart-looking couple. Every time they run into each other on the red carpet or he reportedly attends one of her many shindigs, Twitter breathes into a paper bag for a few days. But the SAG Awards uh, seem to tip things over the edge as the pair, as you said, Steve, were photographed together outside of the award show, grinning at each other. They briefly held hands behind the scenes and Pitt was caught on camera watching her emotional SAG acceptance speech backstage. So if you were Jennifer Aniston, Kathy, going through the, the stuff that happened, obviously the marriage being broken up and Angelina Jolie and all that stuff, and here he is down the road the way he is now, would you entertain the notion of getting back I to him? I, no, I think when it's over, it's over. Okay, all right. They're, they're past it. There's so many years past it. What about Everyone a fr- what just a, wants it. But what about a friendship? A real a real big friendship like a, um, yeah, that like a, a Rachel and Ross? No, that I think you can do. I think there are a lot of divorced couples that eventually, mm-hmm. years down the line, can be good friends. But 
No. Back together, no. But it's Brad Pitt. I, I, it I get Pitt. it. And it's Jennifer Anderson. Right. He's sober now. I just so want to like, watch. Yeah. I just want to watch. Yeah. I was thinking I, I that, be, I'll be the cuck in you the guys, room. You guys crushed that. <laughs> but her problem with him wasn't wasn't drinking. Are you sure? What, wasn't no, that Angelina no, no. Jolie? It was the, they they, well, they yeah. were making the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and, they, and uh, that was that. But maybe the, maybe the drinking led to that. I who knows? Ah, no. hell, but hell. let's get back to them doing it and us videotaping, watching because it because that I feel like that needs to happen. Like they owe that to us, don't to you America. Think? Yeah. I don't know. They owe it to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I was going to say something completely different from that, but I, I've been watching the morning show and I was a little um, lukewarm on it, and now I'm completely in. And she's phenomenal. And I also I, I thought Jennifer Aniston. I said phenomenal again. I <laughs> I, I, she's great. Phenomenal. All right, yeah. let me finish. Start the saying stupendous. All right, she's stupendous. She. Um, I used to think that Jennifer Aniston was a one-trick pony, and she's not. She's really, really good in okay. the morning show. And there's a, a scene that I watched last night where she does this duet with Billy Crudup. She's out at a party uh, that she's hosting, and she's really uh, a good actress. I'm, um, and I think she deserved the uh, SAG award for this. No, she's good. I, I still, I still have to um, see her have to, sex with Brad Pitt. Stuff to buy into. It. I still want to see that. Uh, but I, I have to be ha- holding a cigarette tray ball gag in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the the video of uh, of him backstage watching her uh, acceptance speech was viewed more than four million times overnight alone. There he is. It's so it Kathy. It's so sweet. He's there. His zipper down. No, and stop he, it. He is not. He's stimulating himself, just like old times. Manipulating. <laughs> by the way, there's a show on HBO just aired on Sunday for the first time called Avenue Five, and within the first five minutes of it, the main character in the show yells "phenomenal." I swear to God, <laughs> phenomenal. phenomenal. Well, let's right. get it then. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, Twitter is going crazy, and and I'm going crazy. These two to be together. Chris Harris Harrison has been hosting ABC's The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for 18 years. Oh my god. And says that the experience, instead of souring him on family life, has actually made him a better person. It's made me appreciate love. Uh, the 48-year-old told reporters at the Television Critics Association press tour, everybody understands companionship, wants it, gets it, no matter what it looks like. And so I think I'm a better listener. I think I'm a better dad. I am much less of a black and white guy. And I think maybe when you're younger... You're a lot more like my way or the highway when you're a dad or even in a relationship, and life's not so black and white. He even said he's a better cuck, Preston. Uh, oh no, no. God. He doesn't I... say anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he just watches. Oh, man. He and Jeff Probst are, are of a kind because what he does is he finesses and manipulates and he's the kind of guy that everyone feels they can talk to. The same with, like, Jeff Probst. Yeah. And so, while it appears they're not doing a lot, they really are. All right, whose gig would you want more? Probst, this guy, Harrison. His, Pat, his, I'm not done yet. Pat Sajak or, like, Dr. Phil? Oh, Pat Sajak. Dr. Phil? Yeah, dude. Did you see his house he's selling? No. <laughs> are you just talking about because of... Money or because of like what, what they, you do, what who would you, you rather be, Jeff Probst or Doctor Phil? <laughs> I'm not saying would no, you like I, to be Doctor Phil. I, who I, would yeah, you yeah. rather be, you Brad the... Pitt or Judge Judy? Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> She's got a nice boat. She do got a. She boat. does, but you got to look like Judge Judy. Yeah. yeah, to get it. Case, I know what you're saying, and I'm picking Pat Sajak. Yeah, uh, I'd probably yeah, that'd be the easiest one, it right? Has to I mean, be, we're right? just looking for ease. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd go with Pat Sajak. Yeah, the parameters are all over the place in that. Yeah. If you go, he's clearly got the easiest gig. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess you're right. All right. So anyhow, uh, he added that his perception- Mother Teresa <laughs> or Hugh Hefner. 
He added that his perception of good guy, bad guy has shifted as well. He said there's a big gray area, and I think when you, uh, quote, unquote, run into the villain, say a Chad or someone like that. I guess Chad's a villain on the show. I don't know. Or maybe he's talking about the hanging Chads and the election right. scandal. Uh, somehow, some point, Chad became a, a synonym for bad guys on TV last yeah, year. Yeah, and there's Did like it? a... Yeah. Well, it says here Chad and then in parentheses Johnson, so maybe that's why. Okay. It's an actual person he's referring to. Uh, people, maybe Chad is the name of his Johnson. He said peep. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> Chad has a lot of pee-pee today, doesn't he? <laughs> Do you want to touch Chad? <laughs> Chad wants to touch you. Oh you have a little Chad inside of you? <laughs> Would you like some? Uh, people are so quick to just crush these people and go after them. And my thing is, what makes him tick? What makes him the way he is? What is his? What is it in his life? What is it with his family and his mom, and what is it that makes him want to blow relationships up? I'm sorry, were you talking to me <laughs> this whole time? <laughs> uh, he he might be overthinking it, but uh, what it is is it's um, it's a threadbare concept that works, yep. and and people who love it loyally return, you know, for each each iteration, Bachelor and Bachelorette, hey, uh, and Bachelor in Paradise. Here's a follow-up story for you, gang. Uh, after a vigorous months-long PETA campaign, Dylan, a morbidly obese Asiatic black bear suffering from painful and life-threatening dental disease, has been rescued. Remember we bear talked wash. We talked about this. Yes, mm-hmm. it was yeah. the bear wash. Uh, and part no of it has, has to do with um, Alec Baldwin. Uh, he was previously held at a, in a cramped cage next to a shooting range at the Union County Sportsman's Club in Millmont, Pennsylvania. Uh, and he's now on his way to the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Colorado. Holy no way! Yeah, for real. Uh, rescue comes just days after PETA friend Alec Baldwin sent a public letter to Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf urging him to in- to intervene. Wait, that's actually terrible. He was being held next to a shooting range to intervene in Dylan's case. Yeah, he must have been going crazy. Uh, Baldwin pointed out that the U.S. Department of Agriculture had continued to cite the Union County Sportsman Club for failing to provide Dylan with needed veterinary care. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad this has happened. Yeah. Uh, as You know, to me, these places are live versions of the Sarah McLaughlin animal commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In addition to enlisting Baldwin's support, Peter's uh, multifaceted campaign to secure Dylan's freedom from neglect included posting a billboard urging drivers not to stop at the Union County Sportsman Club, running television and radio <laughs> ads on local stations alerting people to his suffering. Isn't it funny that Alec Baldwin treated this bear better than his own daughter? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a pig. <laughs> Uh, on Monday's Live with Kelly and Ryan, the 49-year-old host, Kelly Ripa, reveals that she has nixed alcohol. Uh-huh. For uh, January or just forever? I don't know. She said, uh, so they're saying Americans bought less wine last year. Uh, she told Ryan Seacrest. No, I, Seacrest. She, this has been for a while, I think. Okay. She said, it's the first drop in a quarter of a century, and now I believe this is because I quit drinking and that I caused this slip. I have influenced the market. I'm not saying I've driven people out. I'm saying I've stopped buying wine, and there's a 25% dip. But Seacrest says that it's him, noting that when he joined the show in 2017, she quit drinking. Huh. So that it was then that she decided to do that. So She looks I didn't know that. phenomenal. Does she look phenomenal? <laughs> Uh, supermodel Ashley Graham and husband Justin Irvin have welcomed their first child. Oh. Graham shared on social media at 6 p.m. on Saturday, our lives changed for the better. 
Uh, thank you for all your love and support during this incredible time. So I don't know if they had a boy, girl, what, uh, no details on that, but they had a baby. She, in interviews that I've read with her, she is uh, she has a, a, a prodigious appetite, sexual appetite, and is really? very candid about it. Okay. Yeah. Good Just thought her. you'd want to know that if you're looking to do some cucking. <laughs> I can see what the theme's going to be. Home cutting. <laughs> Rita Wilson has hired a new hair and makeup team after her glam squad was a no-show at the Golden Globes. Ooh, Let me tell you something. Rita Wilson's a wonderful, wonderful young lady. I remember the time uh, Joy and I went over to Tom Hanks' <laughs> house and Rita had made this couscous. And it was delicious. And then we put uh, the game on the TV and watched. She's an absolute delight. Yeah. Uh, she wrote, thank then you. Then she put on some music. It was Nelly Furtado. Really? Was there any cuckolding that was going Lots on? Lots of cuckolding. Yeah, okay. So we sat in the corner and videotaped the whole thing as Tom got on top of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Did Joy get in there? Absolutely. Was Joy was in there with a vibrator, and she was wearing some sort of thing with a spinning cone on the top of her head. <laughs> I think it was for the butt. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Yeah, it was good. What were you going to say, Casey? No, I, so the whole squad didn't show up? I guess so. Because that like a mutiny? You, you do not do that. Not at Mrs. Tom Hanks, especially on a uh, you know a night where they're going to a magical big night award ceremony. Well, and Rita being, shows up looking like a slob. He was being honored that night too. He got the was it Cecil B. DeMille award. Yeah, he did Nick? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, she wrote, "Thank you, Adriana Tesler. Thank you for nothing." And she captioned a snap of herself wearing a red velvet dress. Uh, she wrote for the glam and for always being on time. Her angst uh, before the Globes. Went viral as she live tweeted her crazy wait time. By the we way, we will rock you. In the in the movie, uh, can't hardly wait. Uh, she she plays a kind of a, a sultry. Yeah, not can't hardly wait. What the hell you're talking, talking about, about? The the uh, the the wonders. That yeah, the wonders. Do? The thing you do. Yeah. Where did I get can't hardly wait? That's a teen movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she plays right. this sultry cocktail waitress. I think she's. Really sexy in that movie, and what? she's she's trying to pick him up, but he's too drunk. Right? Yeah. Where did they they met on the movie? Uh, where volunteers? He, volunteers? Yeah. Correct. Yep. And That's they, a, you know I gotta go back and watch that movie. It's, it's been a long bad. time. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Batwoman is officially now the first openly uh, LGBTQ superhero in a lead role. On a TV show because Batwoman came out on Sunday's show. What? Uh, Ruby Rose. That's right. It was uh, the show was titled "How Queer Everything Is Today," and showrunner Catherine Dries told the Hollywood Reporter that she took inspiration from her wife's coming out story. Uh, she said, "I've always said that Kate, and now Batwoman, is the person that obviously I wish I had uh, had growing up, and she is still the person I aspire to be." I've watched the show since the beginning. She's been out all the way throughout the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the very first episode, she was uh, making out with a woman uh, who she was in the academy with. So I don't know what they're talking. But maybe about. was was it public knowledge though? Yeah, I mean okay. she was she was yeah. Uh, well, okay. Anyway, it says uh, she is way more comfortable than I am uh, with Parker, the girl who pushes Kate to have Batwoman come out. So did Batwoman come out? She, she's kind to... of beating people up and hanging from the ceiling, so she she doesn't have time to make out with anybody. But but her alter well, ego. What I'm wondering is this movie maybe Batwoman the, the I haven't seen the latest episode. Maybe Batwoman is out as opposed to right. the girl who is you know in her real life not you know what I mean? Yeah. Guess so, what? I'm gay. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, can you help me? 
So with Parker, the girl who pushes Kate to have Batwoman come out. Okay. Uh, she said, I use my wife's coming out story. Uh, a girl that she was dating, this is what happened to her wife apparently. A girl she was dating in high school got mad at her and called her mom and outed her. Huh. And I felt like that was very relatable. It's the idea of somebody who is not ready to come out yet being weaponized against them. So somebody must have outed Batwoman in the so public. So maybe Bat, okay. That's Batwoman, okay. I mean. Batwoman herself. Yeah. Okay. But they, there's been all, all sorts of... Uh... Uh, love and romance and, uh, you know, lesbian stuff going on. So uh, there you go. She's out. Uh, Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories is set to drop five episodes on Apple TV March 6th. Of the original series or new ones? Uh, it's called Home, uh, which, no, wait, no, these, are, these are other stories. I'm sorry. It's Amazing Stories. So, I, Steve, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then Home, which bills itself as a never-before-seen Look Inside the World's Most Innovative Homes will launch April 17th with nine episodes. This is just a lineup of things that are coming. Oh, okay. Uh, Defending Jacob, based on the 2012 novel of the same name by William Landay, will premiere on April 24th with three episodes. Uh, From the UK, Trying will drop May 1st. Uh, The animated musical comedy Central Park from Josh Gad and Nora Smith is set to drop in the summer. And Kristen Bell, Gad, and Leslie Odom Jr., are among the voice talent. So the just... uh, Amazing Stories is new, Steve. So it's a reimagining of the anthology from uh, Spielberg from back in the day, which I, I enjoyed that series. Was I enjoyed like it. Mid-80s, it, I right? don't know anything about it. What's no. it about? It was uneven, but it was uh, Spielberg's... Um, it was basically the Twilight Zone, and yet there were some episodes that were very upbeat. The one that I comes uh, comes to mind is the one in the uh, the, the, the the bombing. Yeah. Uh, the, the B-52. Like the Enola Gay or something right, like that. Right, right. Yeah. And the guy is trapped in the yeah. tail gun. And he had to cartoon draw... It, yeah, a, a tire. Oh, yeah. the tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the landing gear. Right, right, yeah. right. Was that a movie? No, that or... was Amazing Stories. It was I like remember a... that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a long show. It was like an hour, an hour yeah, and a half yeah. or whatever. They so... spent the whole time trying to get him out of the... He yeah. was in the belly turret. Right, yep. and he would yeah. die once the plane landed, landed because, because he had to the... belly land. Right, yeah. And uh, and he's panicking, and he's, he's sketching, yeah. and he draws these big... Cartoon Oversized tires, cartoon yeah. tires, and right as the plane is about to do the belly landing, the tires pop out of the plane. Yeah. And it lands, and they save him somehow. And then his wow. captain has huge breasts too. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I remember that. that. Was I don't amazing remember stories. that either. Yeah. But it sounds phenomenal. Was it on HBO? It was phenomenal. Oh, <laughs> it was uh, not HBO because I didn't have HBO as a kid. It was no. It, it was on regular. I think it was NBC. It was on network television. Okay. All right. I'm in. I, I like stuff like that. All right, we are ready for the clips already. I didn't have a whole lot of stuff. Well, no, we, we were so entertaining that time flew by quickly. <laughs> Pass along to you. Once you bring up Rita Wilson, you're in hyperdrive. Underwater follows a team of researchers fighting for safety after an earthquake harms their underwater lab. In this clip, Kristen Stewart gives her thoughts on the conditions the movie was filmed in. Here we go. And I also, like, don't love water a whole lot. I'm scared of it. It was one thing that attracted me to the movie. I thought it was interesting to put a bunch of people in that type of peril, that you're so subject to your environment that you're, like, kind of utterly helpless. So, like, you know, it's a great time. Good housekeeping. Pup. It looks like the abyss, you know that type of thing where they're yeah. Mm-hmm. The abyss meets uh, what was that other one? Leviathan. Where, you know, Leviathan was another yes, one. Yeah, yeah, where they're in some kind of a research vehicle, really, really deep in the ocean. I think she's very attractive. I think in this particular movie, though, she looks a lot like Eminem. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's got short yeah, blonde yeah. hair. You're right. 
Uh, did anybody hear of the, that uh, Charlie's Angels Came movie? and went. How it was. It was just... And they were saying that there was this whole thing was about it. that it was, you know, a, a misogynistic response. And that's crap because they had a whole, they had another trilogy that they'd come out with that did very well at the box office. You remember that with Drew Barrymore, all those movies? Oh, were, I love Yes, that. they were huge. It was fun. I just think it had been done too much. I agree. I agree. Uh, Underwater is out in theaters now, by the way. Here's the next clip. The cop starts to question everything he believes in when a supernatural force causes an investigation to go awry in The Outsider. And here, Stephen King shares his thoughts of when he imagined the pilot of the story. Here we go. The thing that came to my mind is, what would a story be like if the evidence that somebody committed a horrible crime was ironclad, but if the evidence that the person had a perfect alibi, what if that was ironclad? Yeah. Uh, new episodes of The Outsider uh, air on HBO Sundays at 9 p.m. Case, you watched the first episode? Um, no, I'm all caught up. There's three episodes so far. Your um, review, Case? Should I get into it? I think you should get into it. Because I, Preston and I were talking about Castle Rock, and we got into that, and it, it, it left us high and dry. I, yeah. I didn't even watch the second season, yeah. man, and I probably should. I'm a huge King fan. I read a lot of his stuff. But... Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where this is going. It's 12 episodes long, right? So you're only three episodes in. 12 that's 12 hours of storytelling. Yeah. I have no idea where, from where we are right now, where this thing is going to go. What I can tell you right now is three hours in, three episodes in, it is... Um, phenomenal? Phenomenal. <laughs> no, it is, uh, it's dark. Yeah. It's gritty. It's spooky. Gritty's in it? Yeah. Uh, gritty's in it. <laughs> you got gritty, I'm on board. I'm in. Anything with gritty. Look, look, look it's, it's like, you know, a Pennywise in the back. You see the gritty's there with it. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, the, the slides are advancing and his googly eyes are spinning. <laughs> well, there there is something in the background of, like, a lot of these uh, scenes and stuff like that. It, it's, I mean, well, okay. so I'm, I'm going to put it's him. It's well acted. It's well directed. I think yeah. Jason Bateman's directing it. Like, I'm going to put yeah, in my man. two cents here, too, on this. I mean, you know, we don't recommend things because it's hard to to watch all the stuff that's on television. Servant. Kathy, I know you're you're into it. Yep. It was the um, this season finale this Friday just passed. It's Night Preston. Shyamalan? Yes. And the episodes are not full hours. They're like, you know, they're, they're, the time varies. Uh, it, it'll be one of those where you're going to be... You know, oh that! But look, the code they punched in and all that stuff. But it has this—it has a consistent, moody realization. Uh, this mounting horror, and uh, again, the cast is phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Wait, so is it over, or is there room for another season? second season? Okay, second right. season coming right. up. It's already been. Um, <clears throat> Question: What what services it was streaming? Apple service? Plus. I don't have well, it. do you have a, an Apple TV? I know. Uh, yeah, but then you have it. It doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't. Man. Something happened to it. I, I last time I tried to act. Last few times I've tried to activate it. Just Try running it under the water. Go buy one. Go buy one. It, it only costs like seven, eight hundred, nine hundred bucks. That's no, it. No, 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 it's, no, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should get a new. But you actually you can get you can get Apple Plus. You can get the Apple service on other. Yeah, uh, formats. Yeah, I have so, a Roku TV and I have Apple Plus on that Roku. Do you TV. have anything like that? You might be able to even get no. it on your suite of um, apps in your tele- uh, television. That I'll look for. All right? That I'll look for. Okay. All right. So anyway, all right. Servant, Servant. The Outsider. Sham- one of Shyamalan. I gotta watch. I just started best. watching Fleabag. I gotta finish the Kaminsky Method. <laughs> you know, I'm well, still you, working on this morning and show. That. Servant, you will you will go through at a at a good clip. I mean, it's 
it's that invite. Yeah, Kathy, you want right? to keep going. Yeah. Like at the end, I'm like, okay, I'm not stopping here. I'm gonna, I got to see what happens. I did find out that the show that I love, what is it, uh, Mind Hunter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that they. <laughs> They released, and so they did two seasons. Right. And Rochelle and I love, love, love that show. But they released everyone out of their contract for the third oh. season. Oh, that's no. not a good sign. The reason being is a director, and he's well-known, and I forgot David who David Fincher, right? Fincher yeah. is busy on something else, and he's got to finish that project, so he doesn't mm. want the oh the cast to be held to this if they have other jobs that come up. They're going to mm. come back to it, but it's going to be a long time before oh, Do you know what Fincher's doing? Uh-uh. Monster Truck 2. Oh, oh no! What's in the truck? <laughs> All right, what about those other two superhero shows? The Boys and then the... Uh, Back. Uh, no, no, the one where the little kids that are in the... the They were all born on the same day. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, the, the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy. My daughter was just asking me about it yesterday. When is that next season? I Soon. don't know. I hope so. And because... and the boys is uh, the the trailer's up on Amazon Prime, so they're they're ready to go. Yeah, ready to rock and roll. Any word on uh, next second season, Nick? For it just says twenty twenty, so at some point this year. That's right. the year we're in. Yeah, right. it is. <laughs> all right. Hopefully, you uh, took something from all of that. I don't know what you got for that. We, we basically presented you a Whitman sampler, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully, you found something. Yeah. Cuckold is the theme. <laughs> yeah, find that out. All right, we're going to take a break because uh, we've got a lot to get to today. <clears throat> Terry Crews is going to be in our studio yeah. today. He's awesome. He'll be here in about an hour or so. And a little less than an hour from now, we got your shot at $1,000 with easy money. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ah, uh, springtime is in the air early. As we fantasize of riffs and rock outdoors on the lawn. Get set for MMRBQ 2020, Saturday, May 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Disturbed. Royal Blood. The Pretty Reckless. Sublime with Rome. The best value in rock. Nine bands for just 50 bucks. Also appearing. Puddle of Mud. Crowbot, Dirty Honey, Mongolian Metalheads, The Who, and Jackson's Local Shots Opener, Foxtrot, and The Get Down. Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. If you're headed to the Borgata, don't <laughs> listen to Waze. Listen to Kathy's traffic report. Right. That'll get you there. Uh, there's a news story circulating, and apparently this is, I guess it's been going on for a little while. <laughs> The people who tried to enter the Borgata Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, and I don't know where they might have been coming from. Maybe they were coming from uh, a ways away, but apparently it was taking them 45 miles away in the middle of the of the woods. Like and the I Pine mean, Barrens. And I mean, not, you know, a main highway thoroughfare, yeah. like a sandy dirt yeah. road. It's a wildlife. So apparently, Kathy, as the it's story like goes, there there is a, a link... Yeah, so look, their, right. look, I have it right now. If you if you t- open up Waze and you put the Borgata in, the very first thing that pops up says Borgata Hotel and Casino, one Borgata Way, Atlantic City, which is absolutely correct. But right next to it in the corner, you see it says add. Yeah. So if you click on that, that's what's taking you out into the wilderness. Oh. If you go down one more <laughs> spot, it, it's the correct 
address, address. Okay. to click on. I, I have this vision impression of, of a whole bunch of cars out there with skeletons and cups of quarters in their hands just yeah, sitting yeah. there like, <laughs> yeah. they, they never made it to the casino. Wait, so why wow. why does the ad do that, Kath? Do you know? Is it no, just... that's what Waze is trying to fix. They're, oh, okay. they're saying, obviously, it's a problem, it's a glitch, or whatever's happening here. But, um, yeah, it's if you click that first link, um, which says add on it. A lot of businesses will include sort of a, a, a quick, like, a Waze or, or GPS um, you know, uh, uh, conduit so you can get, okay, well, just put it in this way. And I think this is what happened here. So it's just some sort of uh, anomaly. But I think it's, I think, I mean, you'd have to have a, a basic understanding of the area to know at a certain point that I'm way far from the oh, yeah. Wait, I'm going to click it and see where where it ta- like where it yeah. actually directs you. Okay. If you're seeing moonshiners, you know you're nowhere near the book. <laughs> yeah, the because uh, w- with ways, you know, a map comes up and and you follow the route, and so yeah, Kathy would lead you way out into the woods. Yeah. When you, you use ways, do you um, uh, click on the overview button? Sometimes I usually do when I. Uh, so if I'm here, right, and I'm going to go into the city today or whatever, I'll I'll, uh, I'll punch the address in, and then I'll look at the overview, overview map just to give myself yep. an idea as to which the, what the direction is. You're talking about the turn list? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that and, and just say, okay, which way is it going to take me? Exactly. And then I'll have a ballpark idea of, of how I'm going to get there. Um, and here's one thing that, that does irk me a little bit, and I love, I, I live by ways. I follow it. I will, I will absolutely pay attention to it because it's gotten me around some nasty traffic issues, and when I have deviated because I know the way to get there. You've paid for I it. Get, yeah, exactly. I get stuck in traffic. Um, but sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll search, um, say, a movie theater or somewhere, a restaurant, somewhere I want to go. Yeah. And, and I'll search on Google, and it, it will come up, and I just want to see a map. I just want to see mm-hmm. where it is, uh-huh. just to have a ballpark idea, yeah, an overview. Can, that goes in your head. Yeah, exactly. And so I'll click on, you know, map or directions, and it'll take me immediately to Waze. And I'm like, I didn't want to go to Waze. Right. I just wanted to see a map of the area. So what I so Waze is part of my suite of apps in Apple Play. The the, the you know the car package. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you have it. Yep. So so um the um. In my car, the the Audi has the Google Map, Google Earth, so you're actually seeing a, a photographic representation of where you're going. That'll come up first, and then I'll and I so I can sort of see the the path, and then I switch over to Waze, and and then I get what you, I know because I too want to kind of get in my mind approximately where I'm going, so yeah. that if I do happen to end up in the middle of the Pine Barrens, <laughs> right. I can say this is wrong. I don't know why, Steve, both of those exist, though, because Google owns Waze. I so, know. Wh- so why do they have both of them? I, I, it, it seems How redundant. are they going to dominate the world? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you don't perceive separate companies. Yeah. I an- Another thing that, that you have to keep in mind uh, when using Waze, say uh, we had a promotion that was right on the edge of Chester, and uh, sometimes if it will take you through areas where you'll see, like, burnt-out cars and stuff like that, and you're like, oh. We're here. Like high crime the <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it'll take you through some areas that are, that yeah. uh, you know, like, uh, at night this is not safe. You Do know? you put in, um, uh, because you can uh, contextualize what you like as far as traveling, some uh, GPS is automatically default to keeping you off toll roads. Right, right, I'm like, right. throw my ass on the toll roads. I, I want the most direct, main, thoroughfare way of getting to the yeah, places. Yeah. M- mostly. But again, Preston, those few times when I thought, okay, Waze is wrong here and it's taking me. Where the hell is it taking me? Because it's so up to date with user interaction, 
it's usually right. Yeah. Yeah, it usually is. And, Steve, I'm, I'm with you. Whatever gets me there fastest, I'm fine yeah. with toll roads or whatever. But I do have this weird mental block where I don't like re- relying on it solely. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I'm turning myself over to the machine and then I, I, that that if I do this, I'm not going to learn where I'm going at all. And, and so there's this weird thing that just I, I can't. People love it and rely on it exclusively. To me, that's like you, you're just surrendering yourself a little bit to the to. I understand app. you should be able to drive sometimes yeah. without without it on. Uh, what I do sometimes, honestly, if I know I'm in that sort of fuzzy state of mind where I'm thinking about a lot of yeah. things, I will put it on even if I'm heading home, so that I don't miss my exit. Yeah, you know, just for dumb things like that because I've done it before. Nick, it takes me far longer to learn how to get somewhere. If I use the the GPS or I, or yeah. I use ways to mm-hmm. to get me there, uh, you know, a few times, and I'm like, you know what, you have to know how to get there. You don't need to keep using this. Yeah, you got to um, turn it off in order to learn how to get to yeah, a place. Yeah, yeah. Right. But Wait, if go- you use it, a little treat comes out of the dashboard. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Going back yeah, yeah. to the toll road, so a friend of mine, her um, her GPS in her car, she didn't know was was clicked on no toll roads. <laughs> so and she she's the type of person where she just gets in the car and she throws the address in just so she yeah. doesn't get lost and whatever. And so she has to travel. Back, uh, back and forth to the King of Prussia Mall a lot for work. And so she was going to and from the King of Prussia Mall like on back roads every time she was going. And she ca- and I happened to be on the phone with her a few times and she goes, I just, I, it says it's quicker for me not to get on the turnpike. And Cut. I'm like, I don't understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. She finally figured it out. And it, yeah. I mean, it was taking her like over an hour and a half to get to the King of Prussia Mall from Bucks County no, yeah. because it was taking her on back roads. It took me, so I listened to a lot of uh, audiobooks. And it took me forever to figure out how to turn off the audible portion oh, really? of ways because I'd be listening to a book oh. and you know it would say you know in 500 feet turn right <laughs> shut up damn it I got to rewind this part again how do you turn it off I had to look it up online to figure right. out how to turn it off there was and I don't remember it Does was it it was an out of the way. You know, a choice you had to make. Right. It does it obvious. duck your audio volume on it, or does it completely wipe it out if you're listening to Audible? It, it take you. I, I don't have any audio okay. coming out of it at all now. Yeah, uh, oh. but there it, been, it'll really ruin a, uh, a taut mystery. Yeah, very much so. But now there've been times where you know I've been, <laughs> I've been on the expressway. I'm heading into the city, and I'm just kind of going about my business, and I realized it had told me to get off at Montgomery, and I didn't. Oh, oh man! Yeah, and then you hit, and then you get the mad. Wall of traffic, you yeah. idiot! Yes, you know. It so knew. it knew. I you, well, it, listen. There's all sorts of. It, it, this is now just the high-tech way of people giving you directions, and you think you're going to find them, and they're telling you. I remember one time, I won't go into the elaborate nature of what happened, but I ended up in a muddy field. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I, uh, the road goes up, and the, and the guy is – the directions spelled, I mean, I'm good at following directions. I need to – I had to have a truck come and pull me. It, oh. It's literally – I felt like Chevy Chase. And be, Are you here? some kind of idiot? Right, right, right. Marissa? Kathy, your no toll roads just reminded me of a time I went to visit my best friend who lives uh, north of New York in New Jersey. So she's like really far up there and I have no idea how to get there. And it, maybe it was like two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. So I was like scared of some New York traffic. I'm going on three and a half hours oh. of getting to her and, and like in these really weird neighborhoods and whatever. Realized it was on walking the whole time. Oh, oh my God. That's great. <laughs> That's great. You're walking to New York. 
is thinking forever. What? By the way, why isn't there a fail-safe in the app that says, are you sure you want to walk to New York from here? Or it can tell you how fast you're going. Like, if you're driving and you look at your Waze app, your Waze app will say. Oh, it'll I'm, give you alerts if you're if you're, if you're going too fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're going over the speed How do you limit. turn that off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> go faster and faster and faster. Uh, let me go to a couple of phone calls. I'm going to go to Nicole. Hello there, Nicole. Hey, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Nicole? So I was going to my friend's mom's memorial service on Saturday with my wife and my mom. And we're in the car, and we type in the address for um, a bar in Eddystone, and it takes us up to Easton. What? No, wait, where's Eddystone? Delco. In I Delco, mean, yeah, and you ended oh, up in Easton. That's, okay. That's they, they, there's uh, E. Oh they kind of they sound the same, yeah. Eddystone and Easton? Is that what it was? Did you type no, it in or it say was, it? I typed it into Waze, and it was one of those ad situations. Uh, we know. ended up in Estonia. We got about 500 feet from where it said the destination was, and we were at a gas station, and it was just going to take us in a loop. Yeah, when you, you, you knew something was up when you saw the St. Louis Arch. Oh, wait, yeah. So did you drive all the way out to Easton? Yes, we did. Oh, no. And the ice. It's and- like past Allentown. <laughs> Yeah, it it was it was it was up there. It was up there. It was, it was a long car ride. We were about three hours late for the memorial. Oh service. no! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that yeah. sucks. But we they waited to... for you guys. They they know they're going to be here any minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thankfully, when I got there, my best friend was already drunk, so you know it wasn't really a huge deal. But wow. Yeah. Do you do so, Preston? Before thanks, you, Nicole. Before you take off, uh, like it's a place you have not been, and you're, it involves a fair amount of travel. I, I do a, a couple of checks on a, a distance, different routes, and so that yeah. in my mind it's locked, right? Yep, yep. You just don't go, ah. No, or yeah. Throw I'd, caution in the wind. And what I'll do also, even if it's a place that we go to regularly, say we're going to meet a couple for dinner or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. that, I will about an hour um, or, you know, let's say it's it's a you know 30-minute drive to wherever we're going. About an mm-hmm. hour ahead of time, I'll plug it into Waze and see time, yeah. travel time because there could be some crazy yeah. traffic issue that you don't know of. And it's a real easy way to just check on that. And so I'll use it for for, uh, essentially a traffic report from time to time. And a lot of the traffic services now, the TV news traffic services... Use Waze. Yeah, they, yeah. They use that as their service. It, they they, uh, they uh, co-promote it. It's that accepted. Yeah. When we got stuck in the middle of the uh, desert in, uh, I guess, man, were we in southern Utah or northern Arizona? I guess it doesn't really matter. This was on your way to Wally World. This is on our way to, uh, well, we were going to like uh, some state park. Uh, but anyway, we didn't have any cell service. Um, oh, either so so that was the problem. So if you're going to be in a in an area that's going to be you know a little bit spotty as far as cell coverage is concerned, <laughs> you might want to look ahead at that that overview and the turn yeah. by turn. Kids, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to. Uh, I mean, ways at that point is going to be useless, but you can download maps and um, and like to the GPS in your car mm-hmm. if you're lucky enough. And and so if you but you have to plan ahead if you're going to be in places like that. I am an active member on on ways. I signed up and. And I enter things that I see. If there's a if there's a car on the side of the road, I'll enter it. If there's a police officer, I'll enter it. If there's a giant pothole, I'll it's put fun that to, in. It's fun to do that. It's kind it? of fun. And you it, get these little experience points I'm that participating. don't mean anything. I reported a pothole. But one thing about, like,
like potholes. Yeah. Let's say you're taking like a 50 mile trip. It it'll say you know pothole in 47 miles. <laughs> yes, and it's right. Good to know. It, you ever? Uh, it'll say pothole in in 50 feet, yeah. and it's right. Yeah. Do you ever use the social media aspect of ways to mm. chat with other Wazers? No. no. Okay. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I use the grinder app on Waze. Yeah. I met a whole <laughs> bunch of dudes. <laughs> I clicked on an ad and it yeah. took me to Tinder. <laughs> Brown eye in 50 yards. So I have a friend of mine who lives. Uh, he he backs up to a, a golf course and he said one day there was a car driving <gasps> down the cart path. Oh okay. God. And all of the golfers are trying to get this woman to stop. They said when they did, they found out she was just following her GPS mm-hmm. and drove onto and through a golf course. That's funny. God. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. We got a lot of calls of people getting messed up. Let me go to, oh yeah, let me let me go to uh, Pedro. Hey, Pedro, good morning. Hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, good, man. All right, so what's your story with this? Was this Waze that you used, by the way? This wasn't Waze. This was Google Maps. Okay. Uh, way back when. So when I was 18, I came to the U.S. for school. Um, and I was living in Bucks County, and I got myself an American girlfriend. So at some point, uh, I was going over to her parents' house. She's in Bluebell. Um, but I didn't really know uh, how stuff worked in the U.S. So I put it in, started driving. It gave me a little bit of a longer time than usual. Long story short, I ended up in the same address in Bluebell, Maryland. (laughs) (laughs) Bluebell, Maryland. I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, it was this, like, industrial complex. And I just... I was like, this doesn't seem right. Oh, my God. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Oh, Paris, Texas. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's too funny. How far out of the way? That had to have been at least an hour and a half out of the way. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, probably, it was probably like a 40-minute long, longer drive, but then the way back, it was like probably two and a half, three hours. Of course. Yeah. Delaware. That's no funny. Was. This was like two months into being from the in the U.S. I'm from Portugal. I was all by myself. <sighs> oh yeah. Well, you 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 draw by fire. Yep. Yep. You, exactly. You, yeah. Pre- Thanks, to Pedro. The point of it. I'm sure you know. You, there was a time, and I know you can remember this clearly. Of where, uh, how are they possibly going to know where your car is? I, how are they possibly going to know? I couldn't, t- t- you know, wrap my mind around just, GPS. And that's how just that works. stupid. Yeah. And I was using uh, the Hagstroms. The Rand McNally, I had sure. two or three map books in the car. Yep. And when I was doing stand-up, that's the way I... I was like freaking Magellan in the car. Steve, did you ever have the Thomas Guide in uh, L.A.? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I drove cars for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Yeah. Was, I had a, that job for a while, and uh, the... Thomas Guide was an in, well, um, indispensable, yeah, and, and highly detailed maps yep. of neighborhoods because yeah. getting around LA, especially, was was really challenging. Uh, but yeah, that was you, there was no GPS, there was no apps or anything like that, of yep. course. And so that that was how you figured out That's where you, you were going to go. Where you were. When I delivered pizza, I, I had to you had to get what was called the street guide. It was different than okay. the standard map, and a street guide was detailed of neighborhoods, yeah. really close places, and you had to go. You know, if you'd look up the neighborhood in the background or in, in the back, and then you'd go to this page, and then there was a grid, and it was like A7. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it was Battleship. Exactly. Yeah. And then you would, I, would, I would hand right out on a legal pad yeah. the streets. Yep. Yeah, you what am I talking plan- about? <laughs> I am talking about the need to eat pizza. You had to plan your route out. Yes. You had to write it down. I had my, my sextant, yeah. and I was yeah. looking at the stars. <laughs> right. that's, that's, a, that's serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my result, dad you... still does that. Yeah. He still yeah. has a map in his car. And no kidding. He, he has a flip phone, so there's no GPS happening <laughs> in his car, on his phone, nothing. It's so a when, landline, too. Yeah. When I was in uh, Utah last year, the guy we had a guide who drove us around, and, and he was like, okay, the Vermilion Cliffs are over here, yeah. and, and this and that, and I was so impressed. Pressed, 
with his knowledge of that area. And then I was thinking, well, he made it up. No, I mean, that's where he's lived his entire life. Sure. If you were coming here and you needed to get somewhere, I could give you the street by street. Go past Hackinger's, right? Go, yeah, turn left at Hackinger's. <laughs> yeah. Go all the way down yeah. McDade Boulevard, past yeah. Skate Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff that hasn't been there. In been and there then forever. you stop at Pulsations. Right, right, right. right. No, but I, I mean, the, that's just the knowledge that, that you gain. Impress, I'm sure as a uh, pizza delivery guy, you knew every single... Eventually. Yeah. What am yeah. I talking about? Yep. I am talking about the need to eat pizza. pizza. Uh, let me go to Scott. Says that this whole uh, Waze thing and ending up in the middle of the woods uh, trying to get to the Borgata is like a movie. Hi, Scott. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Nah, you did it. What's up, man? <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't believe you guys missed this. With It was with um, uh, Demi Moore, Chevy Chase, uh, Dan Aykroyd. They were leaving New York, and they put it in their GPS to go to Atlantic City, and it took them some weird way back you know, and they ended up in Vulcanvania. It's it's a horrible like movie. It's a terrible movie. Yeah, the, it, the only best, the only good part was uh, uh, Aykroyd's penis nose, and that was uh, a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, big... nothing but trouble. Yeah, that was <laughs> it's a horrible movie. Yeah, but, uh, were they using GPS in that movie? Yes. Uh-huh. Really? In the eighties? Yeah, it was some hokey GPS in this brand new BMW. Yeah. Okay, all right, interesting. Thanks, 90s? man. My wife texted me and pointed this out. So here you go. This is what. We learned as newbies to this area pre-GPS. Right. Nowhere is it written on the map, Blue Route. Yeah. Nowhere yeah, 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 is it yeah. written on the map, Schuylkill Expressway. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Super Highway. Uh-huh. You know, all these North different East things. Extension. You just got to figure that stuff out for yourself. Yep. Then once you know it, you start using the colloquialisms as well, but I yeah, didn't know what that's right. Blue Route was. No, so you, for visiting family, right. you need to get the route number. You need to go by the numbers as they appear on the map. I think we're kind of unique that way here in that we we have non-official designated names quite a bit for for a lot of roads around right. here as opposed to you go to LA, it's the 405. It's the, you know, it's the actual numbers. number. Wait. But here it's it's uh it's the Vine Street Expressway. <laughs> It's the Blue Route. Yeah. It's the Schuylkill Expressway, the Super Highway, which I learned about. That's Route One in, in parts, right? Super Highway. Uh, Wait, and, and so also go back to the Vine for a second. So it's Vine Street not, Expressway. It's not Vine Street Expressway. It's Vine Expressway or Vine Expressway or Vine Street. They're two different roads. I know what Vine Street is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, right uh, above the Vine Street Expressway. The Vine Street right. Expressway is six seventy six. Yeah. So, but they we call it the Vine Street Expressway. Right. It's not its actual name. Yeah. Now, what is the Vine? There's some oh, some oh, names that are wrong. Right, 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 yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is. Everyone on Wilson Boulevard. Well, actually, it is. Admiral That's Wilson the name Boulevard. of that. Yeah, but yeah. there are. Well, I mean, and people still call it Delaware Avenue. It's Columbus Boulevard, yes. right? Yeah. Well, isn't it Delaware it, Avenue in a portion? And part goes, of it, right? It's yeah. both. Well, but down by Risque, it's Columbus Boulevard. But people still refer to that as Delaware right, Avenue. Right. Yeah, where yeah. the strippers are. Yeah. If uh, like, well, mm. just in front of here, in front of the building, the the road is is suddenly changes from St. Asaph's to. Yeah, presidential. presidential. Yeah, uh, up in New York, Long Island, and Kathy, you'll. It's all Southern State, Northern State, Sacticos Parkway. They're all names. names. No one knows yeah. root numbers. There's right. no numbers. Yeah, right. So that's yeah. that's the the way. Uh, you know, and, but our, and we, wait, we never so, knew root numbers. So uh, is the Southern State a root number? Well, the Long Island Expressway is four ninety five. Oh, so it is right. But but everyone calls it the Expressway. But the Northern, all those are, all those are named after their or like Sunrise Highway is what. 
Uh, no one knows it is whatever it 29 is. Twenty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sunrise Highway. So I, I went to a couple of these uh, fish campout concerts. Uh, two in upstate Maine, basically Canada, and one in Vermont. And so this is before like GPS and ways and all that right. stuff was it was a a regular thing in people's cars and phones. And the the one time we went up there, we were stuck. I'm telling you, it's it's twelve miles of traffic. That lead to the entrance of the the concert venue. There's nothing on earth that's worth that. Well, I mean, it's it's literally a rolling party at that point. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. your your car stops and you get out and you just kind of party and hang out and then then you move 500 right. yards and so it actually isn't that bad. But um, with that said, there were people on the side of the road, regulars, townies, that we bought shortcuts from, and because. You bought yeah. shortcuts? Yeah. So they, they basically said, all right, if you turn left here, and then they gave us like a little, you know, map. And we averted 10, 11 miles of traffic, something like that, because the directions that everybody else had came from the little pamphlet that you bought from the band, and everybody followed those directions. Huh. And then we just averted all of that and, and got out of basically. You ended up with Dan Aykroyd and a penis nose. <laughs> no, but we, we you know. Uh, got there 12 hours earlier than everybody else. Well, it was worth yeah. it then. By the way, a few people are texting in, uh, there's no such thing as City Line Avenue. Right. It's City Avenue. It's City Avenue. Exactly. And people still use City Line Well, wait. Ave. So what was City Line? It's what it used to be called. It, it is the City Line. It's, it's the, the line City in... Line, but it's City <clears throat> Avenue. In right, fact, yeah. you'll, you'll come up to some intersections and it'll say, welcome to uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. I still refer to it as uh, West River. It's been Martin Luther King Drive I, for me, yeah. me too. a decade or more. I know. Yeah. You know, it was MLK Day yesterday but i st- i can't get it in my head that but it's you know we're we're uh, a lot of people do that yeah. like yeah. i think you know maybe it's Have like it. cut in half or something like that but it's not odd to hear people still refer to it as is there east river. east river drive too is that but east i mean uh that's town- malcolm x boulevard oh. city or city line avenue at what point does it become township line is that after Haverford Avenue? Probably where the border of Montgomery County meets the border yeah, of there's Delaware. A Lancaster. Maybe after below Lancaster it becomes town. I don't Maybe. even know. Hmm. Thank God for GPS. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm going to go to, let me get, uh, put Marnie on hold, if you would, please. Line six. Somebody's talking to her right now because uh, she <laughs> fell for the, the Borgata thing, uh, which got us started on this whole conversation. So let me go to her. Marnie, good morning. Gadzooks. So, Marnie, you were trying to get to the Borgata? Yes. So, two weeks ago was my birthday, and so my husband and I um, got a night at the Borgata on a Saturday. We dropped off my daughter in Cherry Hill, got in the car, put on Waze. Should have been a 45-minute ride, (laughs) and Waze kept telling us it was going to be about an hour and a half, (laughs) which was really confusing. So, we were driving and driving, and they kept wanting us to not go on the expressway. So we, we were like, is there a traffic accident? What's going on? We put on we put on KYW. We were trying to figure out what was happening. Right. No accidents reported. And so we just kept driving, driving the way that we knew. And it, no matter what we did, it did not want us to get on the expressway. And it kept telling us it was taking us longer and longer and longer to get to Borgata. So eventually we got on the expressway, and it still wanted us to get off the expressway. So eventually we switched over to Google Maps. Because something just seemed really fishy. Mm-hmm. And then Google Maps said, you know, you'll be there in 25 minutes. I mean, this uh, the trip to the Borgata from here is is a straight line. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, that's it. Yeah. There's that's not right. there's not yeah. much of a, a riff on that. But yeah. if you're following Waze, but, you're going, wow, there must be some huge something going on. Yeah. Yeah. Going must, on and and the, exactly. the expressway shut down or something like yeah. that. Huh. Because, I mean, we were looking at, at Waze and we were 
were like, "Is did you put in the right address? Are you sure you put in the Brigada Atlantic City? Is there, yeah. is there a different Brigada we're trying right. to go to? And right. I was like, no, it's not Atlantic City, but it wants us to go. I'm not even sure where it wants us to go, but we should just keep going the way we know how to go. Yeah. Do you I know mean, look at the, there's a map up in the studio of where it was sending people. <laughs> it's even a bit north of it, of Philadelphia. So you're going in the complete oh, yeah. opposite yeah. direction. Yeah. Collier Mills Wildlife yeah. Management Area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I would, Thanks, I, Marnie. Oh my it, God. It's wild because in my on my system, it will actually, when you put it in on the GPS, it will show you a picture of the destination. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of the building from Google Street. Right. So, and But I wonder what it would show, you know, yeah. a, a tree? Yeah, you know, maybe. A squirrel? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Well, they're, they're working on fixing the problem. It was kind of interesting, though, but uh, about how remotely it sent you away <laughs> to nothing considered civilization. How do I get to my room? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, thanks for the calls. Listen, I apologize we didn't get to you on hold for a long time. Um, we've got to clear things out. we got to take a break because we need to come back with the B-File and we got to make sure that we're on time for the easy money promotion. Yeah. It's back. It's $1,000, your opportunity to win. We do it five times. The first one is at eight. So we will take a break, come back in a moment. And then shortly after all that... Harry Cruz is going to be in our studio. Awesome. Very much looking forward to it. Be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Activate the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're about a minute and a half away from uh, the uh, easy money, so we got a second here to kill, or a minute and a half to kill, actually. So I'll remind you that we do have a new Word of the Week prize. Uh, if you weren't around yesterday because of the holiday, then you can still get on board. We're only one letter in. You can probably figure that out as we uh, continue to spell the word, but we have a six-pack of pit tickets for MMRBQ 2020. Now, that's going to be May 16th. And uh, tickets are on sale now. There's a $25 early bird special on the lawn tickets while those supplies last. The pavilion seats are forty nine fifty. You can get all the details at WMMR.com. But there's nine bands all together. <laughs> so this is a chunky one. We're very much <laughs> excited about it. And uh, Disturbed, Sublime with Rome, uh, The Pretty Reckless, Royal Blood, Puddle of Mud, Crowbot, Dirty Honey, local band Foxtrot, and The Get Down, and The Who, the Mongolian uh, group. Well, years ago, we said, Preston, eventually the the event, the RBQ itself, would become the event. Yeah. Uh, and it is. And now what you uh, people realize, you go see these bands, they're playing the songs you know, and you're getting a conga line of just a, a wonderful jukebox of stuff. And, and a lot of times you're introduced to bands you weren't that aware of. And that's really cool. Yeah, generally you don't have to worry about them diving into everything yeah. from the new album. Here's when, one off our uh, Zither album yeah, from when they're, six years ago. When they're doing uh, several uh, several acts in one day. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Dirty Honey uh, because they performed here in our studio and I want to see what they bring in the full plugged-in version. Absolutely. You know? And I want to yeah. see The Who. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind as well, today is Tattoo Tuesday, so we have a chance to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo from world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Text the word tattoo to three nine three three three, and we will draw a winner by the end of the show. And it just might be you. And uh, we'll set you up with that. And you can head down to uh, South Fourth Street, six twenty one to be specific. And get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artist, like East Coast Charlie. You can see his work on Instagram at East Coast Charlie Tattoo or Philadelphia at Tattoo dot com. We're ready for this. Ninety three three WMMR Easy Money. Like the man said, this is some easy money, gang. All you have to do is send us the word perfect, P-E-R, 
F-E-C-T. F-E-C-T. And you have a few different ways to do that, and you have until 8.15 to get to it. Enter it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. You can do it that way, or try this, because there's an extra added bonus. You can enter using the MMR mobile app or the contest page at WMMR.com, and that way you'll be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. Now, you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this Beasley Nationwide contest, and you win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. The word again is perfect, P-E-R-F-E-C-T. Good luck to you from Meineke and 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Red Robin. Red Robin Catering has a delicious range of gourmet burgers, wings, sandwiches, wraps, salads, drinks, desserts, and kids options for your next party. Order today at order.redrobinpa.com. Red Robin. Yum. Yes. A Chinese theme park has triggered a wave of outrage on social media after it forced a pig to bungee jump off a 68-meter-high tower. Well, don't you just push it off? Uh, Video footage shows the pig tied to a pole carried by two men to the top of the tower before being pushed off. The theme park said that the stunt was held to mark the opening of the new bungee attraction. For pigs. Uh, Local media outlets said the pig was sent to a slaughterhouse afterwards. It's okay, folks. We're going to kill it. it. (laughs) Don't worry. We beat it to death with a hammer. For Uh, those of you who are concerned, we ran over it with our car. Uh, the stunt caused anger online, reflecting the growing importance of animal rights among China's population. The there theme, you go. theme park has since put out a statement uh, saying that it accepted the criticism that it had received. Uh, they said, we will improve our marketing of the tourist site <laughs> to provide tourists with better services. They're even talking about closing down baby seal clubbing land. Oh, are they? The publicity event, which organizers called the Golden Pig Bungee Jump was held to celebrate the opening of the theme park's bungee attraction. So (laughs) it didn't uh, go the way they had hoped it would. Oh, well. A Rhode Island man accidentally shot himself in the scrotum while sitting in his bed. Uh, Police officers found Edward Martinez in a a hallway wearing no pants with a gunshot wound to his scrotum on on Thursday night. (laughs) Oh, 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 my balls. I knew you were going to play that. It's so appropriate. Martinez told police he took his pants off after he fired the gun and located the wound. So, I... Uh, oh, my balls! He was uh, taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Except for his balls. Yeah, police seized uh, three guns that were found inside his bedroom, including a semi-automatic pistol on his bedside table. Do you, you keep a gun under the pillow, right? Sure, of course, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, he isn't facing any criminal charges <laughs> at this time. Facebook is striking an apologetic tone after Burmese text posted on the website showed uh, Chinese President <laughs> Xi Jinping's name as, and I'm going to have to oh, no. paraphrase here. You're going to love this. Mr. Craphole. <laughs> <laughs> In an English translation. Uh, the social media network is blaming the error on a tech foul up. Uh, They said, we fixed a technical issue that caused incorrect translations from Burmese to English on Facebook. What tech algorithm would switch his name to to asshole? This uh, should not have happened, and we are taking steps to ensure that it doesn't happen again. We sincerely apologize for the offense this has caused. 
Now, the U.K. paper that wrote this story goes on to note that uh, Google's own translation feature does not show the same error, though it turns out there is an explanation for how this exactly happened. All right. The issue was discovered over the weekend as the Chinese president met with Myanmar, uh, met in Myanmar with the country's state councilor named uh, Ong San Suu Kyi. Now, when Suu Kyi shared a statement on her uh, official Facebook page, the English translation featured numerous references to Mr. Craphole. <laughs> According to Facebook, Xi Jinping's name didn't previously appear in the company's Burmese language database, and so the translation engine took its best shot. So the same craphole issue would have occurred, uh, Facebook said, translating any words starting with XI or she in Burmese. S-A- so XI is pronounced she. Uh, it's an unusual situation and an unfortunate one for Facebook, though the company can point to a history of having issues with Burmese translations. In 2018, the Burmese translation feature was actually removed from the site after a Reuters report <laughs> highlighted similar issues. No hard feelings, Mr. Mark Aslicker. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. A man taking out the trash used a quick-thinking getaway to avoid confrontation with a one-antlered moose in the video. A moose? Yes, in the video. A one-antlered moose? In the video. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Curtis Phelps can be a seen moose. leaving his house to take a bag to a secured shed in the yard, and as he opens the door, a bull moose, a moose. wanders into the frame. Why don't you forget the moose? For a moment. Uh, when Phelps turns around from the shed, the moose speeds up in his direction. Uh, it started charging him. One uh, Phelps takes his option of ducking inside the shed after the doors to barricade himself from the moose. But it's after, a moose. After a few moments of uh, seeming curiosity, the moose moves on. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? <laughs> I'm so glad I wanted that clip. Rattlers! <laughs> All right, and then... One last story. Uh, this is pretty messed up. An Indian man, uh, as in the country, okay. the Indian man has uh, died after he was slashed by a razor blade tied to a rooster during an illegal cockfight. Uh, the event led to what? the death of 55-year-old uh, Sarapali uh, Venkataswara Rao. As one of the organizers held the bird, preparing to release it into the arena, it struggled free and lashed out, inflicting a deep wound on the victim who stood nearby. It's a it's a brutal thing. Yeah, a yeah, brutal co- thing to do. Cockfights were uh, banned by the Indian Supreme Court as part of the 1960 Prevention of Cruelty to Animals Act, but the practice remains popular in some areas, especially as parts of uh, celebrations. Uh, a Hindu festival day is taking place. The birds have blades tied to their limbs before the fights, which continue until one bird is dead or critically injured. A dozen other injuries were reported from cockfights held during the celebration. So, yeah, it is pretty brutal. Well, to the death. sorry, dude. Yeah, exactly, right? And there you go. That is your bizarre file this morning. So we are going to take a break. Before we do that, a reminder, you have about mm, six minutes or so uh, to enter the word perfect for uh, our easy money competition. Uh, the word is perfect, P-E-R-F-E-C-T, and you can enter that via the contest short code 45911, or you can do it with the MMR mobile app or the contest page at WMMR.com. You'll be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, so good luck to you on that. We'll take a break, and we're scheduled to have uh, Terry Crews yeah. stopping by in just a few minutes. Very excited to see him, so stay with us. We'll be back shortly. 
Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I just, I had a flashback of when we had uh, Mike Schmidt uh, in yeah. our studio. <laughs> Mike Schmidt, you know, Hall of Famer, baseball yeah. player, and, and just a, a god in this town, was in our studio one time, and the song that we were playing was... As we were getting ready to introduce him, was Godsmack, the song Crying Like a Bitch. And it's just like, who's crying like a bitch? Just screaming. And I look over at Mike Schmidt, who's just sitting there with his headphones on. Where the hell am I? And now we're playing Disturbed with the screaming. And I look over at Terry Crews, is sitting right there with his headphones on, just pretending like he's having a good time. No, no, I really liked it. Right. The longer be your whore. <laughs> yeah, now I was getting into it, man. Let's welcome Terry Crews. <laughs> How you doing, I was man? into it. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to do another workout. <laughs> Did you already get one in I this morning? Got one of in. course, wow, man. of course. Yeah, I love it. Once Terry, you... we were we were laughing this morning because you posted a picture of you on your Twitter page, Preston and I, and someone had said that you resembled a chewed up tootsie roll. Yes, <laughs> and, and, that and was you, so you, you posted the picture, and it was just hilarious. Well, they, they said I can, now that they and they yes. put it down that they couldn't unsee yes. it, and then what was weird is I couldn't unsee it either. I was like, I, that looks just like me, a chewed up tootsie roll. I'm trying to tell you, and uh, it looks like if you haven't seen the picture yet, it looks like if you were in. <laughs> If you're in uh, uh, the Star Wars movie where they froze uh, uh, on Solo. Carbonite. Yeah, Carbonite. Yeah. Carbonite. Yeah, Carbonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were to freeze Terry Crews and Carbonite. Oh, my God. So we were thinking it's it's safe to say you are in the pantheon of favorite guests we've ever had on the yeah, show. Mm-hmm. Constantly Thank referred you. to. And the, and the career just keeps going along. Obviously, your uh, AGT now is, is a big thing. Yes. I, I'll be honest. I was never that much into the, the AGT thing. and then But your zeal. Your excitement for it is yes. is so infectious, and now we've known people like John Dorenbos and other people yes, who've gone, gone through the system, and it is a, you will see some wild stuff on that show. So yeah. I, uh, you know, I you, you, through you, you curated it, and I'm like, okay, we can, we I'll jump back in and check it out. So I watch it. What what draws you to that show? What 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 do you because you are clearly exhilarated by it. This is the thing. First of all, when you look at what entertainment is. Uh, the 18 to 35 year olds have gotten too much clout. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You're like, okay, man, there's a big world. Yeah. And, you know, the 18 to 35, that's it. They determine what's hot, what's not. You're right. like, no, no, yeah. not at all. If you had a family, you understand that your kids 
the the ones under 18 (laughs) are the ones that's determining everything. And then the ones over 35 are the ones that's paying for everything. (laughs) So I said, I have to serve all of them. Yeah, yeah. And that is what I was determined to do. I started hosting a few years back when I was hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I want, this is the deal too, because it really, really satisfies me because I do not, when I perform now on movies and TV, I have no audience. There's nothing. And I the adrenaline that comes from when I was in the NFL, it's really replaced by AGT. The crowd noise, the energy, the fact that anything can happen. When it's live, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, you, you get, get to go keys. live. No, it's yeah, live. Yeah. Look, we get the, I get the keys to NBC for two hours. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, look, bring it back in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break it. Yeah. Don't dent it. Yeah. And, and watch out when you're backing up with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And basically, you got to bring it back in the same condition or better. Uh-huh. And it's so you realize anything can go wrong, and I love it. So the other night, some, something went wrong with the uh, the guy with the crossbows and yes. the, the levers, and and so I I found myself on the edge of the seat uh, watching this mistake, these these flaws, because not everybody that comes on AGT, uh, AGT does it perfectly. No, they don't. So so for people who aren't watching, what happened? Can oh my! God. Well, yeah, I mean, the guy thought he had set his trap, he set his whole, his arrows right and the whole thing, and he realized he was nervous. And he yeah. strapped in. Yes! Yeah. He was nervous and he didn't do it right. Dude, oh, no. but this was so wild, man. You start to realize, and my thing is always talking to the acts and trying to talk them through so that they can be at a relaxed. Right. Because the deal is... Easier not, said than done, though, right? It, it is, yeah. because everyone makes you, they make you nervous. They're, I had one guy, I'm, I'm going to tell something right now. This yeah. It's crazy. I was doing this movie Blended with with Adam Sandler well, down movie. in South yes. Africa. Yeah, you, you were you were great as the oh, uh, the singer and uh, Calypso guy. That, it was yeah. awesome. But see, one person can mess up your whole world. Right. I remember I was about to do this scene, the whole thing, and we only had a few minutes to do the scene where we were losing light and the whole thing. And this director of photography, I don't, I don't want to mention his name, but he <laughs> walked up to me and he said, "Don't f up." Uh huh. Now, now, when you step, when I, I'm going, huh? Now, that's the worst thing you can say to anyone. But right. thank God I knew to counteract that. And I said, don't take it. Don't take it. In fact, use it as fuel. Right. In fact, focus. Get inside. Come inside more. And I jammed and the whole thing. And I did the, you know, we did the thing with the choir. And we were singing and doing the whole thing. And I looked at it. And he was like, that was pretty amazing. And I was literally like, F you. <laughs> I, believe me, my, yeah. I, I, well, well, I well, could well, not well, believe he would have the nerve to do that. So I realized what I wanted to do right. for all these acts is be the anti-that. Come in there and tell him, you got this, man. You can do it. It's okay. But he just got so nervous. He didn't turn the safeties off. He didn't turn the safeties yeah. off. And you got real people. And he's standing there in front of it. And then you got you got Alicia. She's wondering whether should I press the button or not. She could have killed somebody. Yeah. Well, it's the, really nuts. The acts are like that. There are some and there have been some some injuries. But that's the real deal. Uh, what, what sort of blows my mind is what they're using the theater. There was a, there was a dance act that was using projection or something like virtual dance. And I mean, it was freaking sky. Yeah. Right. It yes. was as theatrical and Broadway level that I've ever seen. Uh, how much time do they get? Because it, that had to be live. How, how much time do you get to set something like that up? Oh my God. First of all, the, the crew on America's got talent has been underrated and not appreciated enough. 
This is literally like putting on the Oscars every week. It's the biggest live show on television, period. And it's the biggest talent show in the world. Well, So they're the best in the business, man. And, and any mistake, it could all go wrong. go wrong. They do it so good. People, It's like it, you, you, people think that, you know, it's just it's a given or whatever. But, yeah. man, when you watch these this crew and as well as they do it, you talk about roadies and all this stuff. It, 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 it's not it's like one it's of one the best act, thing in the world. One act that's on for two no. hours. Because the thing, this guy, I don't know, to, to explain it, Preston, the, 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 the dancers at some one point look like they're marionettes. And yes. Bow strings coming down. And they're, they're, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Precision stuff. Well, I, I feel like a circus master. Right. You right, know right. what I mean? And that's what I love because I come from also the days of the variety show. Right. right. Listen, Carol Burnett was one yeah. of my yes. favorite shows of yes. all time. And I miss that, man. I, I want to bring that back. And I, I'm not a comedian, but at the same time, this energy, this love, I want to be this guy and I, it, it's to get the big this opportunity is the biggest thing in the world for me. I think for the for the entertainers and like for, for John Dornbos has told us what yes. you know the, the whole experience oh, was like and the whole deal. And obviously, there's this the background story which plays into it and the emotion and all that stuff. Uh, so for, for some reason, it works. It's the oldest Ted Max amateur hour that goes back for you know right. decades. Ed Sullivan, yeah, Ed Sullivan, <laughs> yeah, where these people come out and spin dishes and all that stuff. Uh, what? Was talking about like the act with the uh, with the uh, the arrows and all that stuff. What was the one act you thought? Okay, this guy's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> what, was the, what was the what was the one where you thought this guy's coming out in a body bag? Oh, there are several. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to say which one. You yeah, know, yeah. Some of these uh, that are coming up. Uh, there was a guy who was in a water tank. And I thought, you know, he was—he was, he was what, like the, the Houdini he, thing. It's just like a, he did a Houdini-ish deal, man. And oh. I said, man. And then it—it it, it didn't look like things were happening right. You—you <laughs> you could tell when his assistants start running. <laughs> You're like, oh man. <laughs> I just first of all, you don't want anything to go wrong because it ruins. It could, you know, you don't want to watch anybody die no. on live TV. You just don't want to do it. Would you want to be a judge? Would you? Do you no. think you could do it? No, no I, I don't. I, I the judging thing is super, super hard, man. I, and I think so, especially when it, with the appeal of AGT is is the variety of, of acts you're going to get. You got dance, you got you got uh, you know Comedian. magic, comedians, song, all this different stuff. But how do you compare those things as far as talent goes? I'd have a really and hard I think time. some of the judges have harder times. Yeah. I think um, Simon and and Howie are probably the the most well rounded judges. I've seen um, Heidi not get jokes, and because she doesn't get a joke, she gets offended by it. It's right. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. But let me tell you one thing. I got to tell you this. The reason we have judges is because America wants blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you. Yeah. First of all, how can you compare a singer yeah. to a dancer to a danger act? Mm-hmm. Well, we know. We How know, can you do that? The the end result is, and I, this is the way I've always framed it. To me, you're looking for somebody who would be a successful Las Vegas act, right? And that's that's the the, the, the that's context. The, that's correct? the context, right? But at the same time, this stuff is subjective, right? Yeah. What show do you see in Vegas? It's the show you want to see, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So you know, I mean, if you want to see singers, you love singers. If you want to go to a dance show, you go to a dance show. So the deal is, is that America wants someone to lose. Yeah. Yeah. America wants you bleeding, <laughs> and they don't care if you're under 10. <laughs> uh, 
And I, listen, first of all, I love it. I love America. It's, it's, but it's the sports mentality. No. It literally is you, someone has to go home <laughs> and bah, and that makes you tune in. But if they were like, there's really no competition. It's all exhibition. They'd be like, oh, who's, nobody dying here. We, I'm not going to watch this. Could you imagine your life without the, 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 the foundation that you had in sports and all that that's trained you for? I mean, it seems to provide provided you with a Swiss army knife of capabilities mm. that's gotten you through. I remember when I first saw you. I thought, and I have to be honest, who is this meathead? Who's this guy? <laughs> who's this guy? And then I go, why is this meathead so funny? And, and yeah. then I'm like, yeah. why is this guy? And this, why is this? Guy? And then I realized this guy's talented. But I, you said you weren't funny to, you weren't a comedian or so on and so forth. It, it seems to me you, you, okay, this is something I got to take on and tackle and, 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 and work through. Sports had to be just an absolute essential part of what made you you. Yeah, you know, first of all, it was. Yeah. Simply because in the locker room, it's like, all versions of humanity. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I was funnier in the locker room than I ever was on these shows. <laughs> we had so much fun hanging in the locker room and and, and just bawling and hanging and, and talking and, right. and really doing our thing. The sport itself, however, a lot of that drama came with baggage. Right. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and my thing is sports is good until it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally one of those things where I, first of all, I love sports. I love entertainment, but I love people more. And when people, when you use people in expense of the sport, like right now the NFL is going through a thing where all the older guys are going through it and they're not helping them. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys yeah. that are, that need help, man, mentally, physically. They will, the NFL will literally deny that they cause these issues. You know yeah. what I mean? And Crazy. that's my thing is just admit it, man. And let's just help them. Right. But. My my deal is, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I had to get rid of a lot of things that was bad, yeah. and keep the good, yeah. And and sports can be very very good, but if it's used in the wrong way, man, you will end up you you end up miserable. Yeah. I believe it. One of the things, speaking of being talented, that we really weren't aware of was your artistic ability, <laughs> and it was one of the. Uh, before uh, even sports, right? I mean, you were oh, yeah. uh, you, you sketch and painting, and were you a court uh, sketch court artist? Sketch artist, yes. Get out of here! I had an art scholarship before I had a football scholarship. Wow! I was your stuff. I was looking at some of your stuff. It's really good. Oh, and, and why is it that score, uh, court sketch room artists are usually so terrible? Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's, a lot of it. Is, you have to be fast. Yeah, but at the same time, um, you have to understand too. You know, for me, you know, I would have went the whole art route but no one was going to pay for that like yeah, okay. right. starving artist is a real thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. starving goes right before artists yeah. i mean name an artist who actually got paid while he was alive yeah <laughs> it's very very rare right yeah, they're yeah. celebrated after they they found oh yeah you've been somewhere. dead 30 years they're like well, now he gets yeah. the million yeah. you you're like create oh. every day yeah. still, do you... i sketch all the time okay sketch what, all the time what do you prefer what is your your favorite people I love sketching faces. Okay, faces, but sketching people. over painting and all that. Oh yeah, I, it's it's you know I just sketch because I have time for it, but I'll take it all the way. I mean, yeah. I will go do do a full painting if I have time to do that. Um, but when I was get cut from an NFL team, I would go back in the locker room and ask the players if they want their portraits painted. That's what I would do, oh and that's God. how I survived. Wow! They that's would so- be like, "Man, you pretty good, man." <laughs> but you know what? I would. I would. Were you self taught? No, I, I'm self taught. Wow! But I would literally trick the guys. I'd be like, "Man, you need a painting. <laughs> Look at you. You one of the most amazing players ever. Look at you walking around here, all muscular and beautiful." 
Let me immortalize you. Uh, yeah, you know, you're right, man. Here's $5,000. Right, thank Good you. You're Marketing. Lefty. You're a lefty, too. Oh, yeah, left-handed, right-brained. Yeah. I mean, very yeah. creative. It's just, wow. it's my thing, man. It's always been my thing. I had a, I taught. Your stuff's really. I, I mean, taught a class at Facebook. That was a photo from uh, when I taught a class at Facebook. And you know what was wild? Some of the most talented people in the world. And they were sitting there, and these guys had degrees from everywhere, and every, and they, I asked them to start drawing, and they wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you know what's happening? What's happening is you're judging your work immediately. Mm-hmm. And what you got to know is all judgment stops creativity in its tracks. Huh. You have to just go. Right. And you have to do it. And you have to not care what people think. You have to not. But what, what happened was they were like, they wouldn't, before they started putting a pin down on the paper, they would look over at the other guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> the guy. Because, but this is what we do in life. Yeah, you're right. This is the mistake we make all the time. The stuff you always wanted to do. All that things you wanted to go for. You're over there looking at everybody else. Well, I'm not going to try it. Uh, what will everybody say? You know what? I don't care. I realize don't. Think about what everybody else is saying. Just go for your gut. Go for that intuition. Don't judge yourself. There are two words I like to use when I find myself facing something I'm not sure I want to do, and it's just begin. Just begin. Oh, that's good. That's all you've got to do. Dude, if you start, all of a sudden things get done. And and, uh, you know what? Because I'm a great starter. I am an excellent (laughs) starter. But what I had to learn, too, is just, just, and this, this, this is the thing, finish it. Yeah. Wait, just get it done, and then you can always change it. Because what happens is you you get to start, and then it's not perfect. Uh So you don't want to finish it. But no, finish it, and then you can change it. Dude, these are things you almost have to hypnotize yourself. You literally have to get out of your own brain and get out of your own way. It's funny you say that because I I, I like to sketch as well, and I'll sketch on the iPad. And the iPad allows you to undo, 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 undo. It's It almost sort of takes away that. Okay, I've got this now. I've got to work this. You know, you can you can correct mistakes all the time. It's like, well, it's cool. It's also it's sort of a cheat, you know? Listen, everything I do, I have a mantra. It's start small, think big. Right. Start small, think big. Okay, just do a little bit. Right. Just, you know, I'm actually taking Mandarin Chinese lessons right now. <laughs> I pick the hardest language <laughs> to learn, but I'm getting it. Okay. Yeah, give wait, I'm, I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been doing this for like a month. And I'm like, wait a minute, I, th- that I understood that. When I heard the ladies, she was like, wuxia, and I was like, I know what wuxia means. Yeah, yeah. I know wuxia. what that means, you know. And so I realized, okay, start small. You wait. First of all, I haven't mastered English. <laughs> I, had to, I had to literally look at myself like, have I mastered English? No. So if I get to a point where I can, I can ask, tell somebody I'm hungry, yeah. and I can tell somebody where's the bathroom, in Chinese, I'm good. You're you know what I mean? How is one human so talented? No, no. Because, first of all, it's not even that. I just keep going. Like, just try everything you want to do. And I only do what I want. I don't do, if there's something I don't want to do, it's like, don't even worry about it. You yeah. know what I mean? You're going to be I've, good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, as, I've, as I've aged, I've found that I need to be working on something. I need to be working on something that I can uh, improve upon, yep. something that's a bit of a challenge, and I'm loving it. I, I didn't realize this until just a few years ago, whether it be, you know, working on a golf swing or I'm a musician and I want to improve and, and, and to keep going on that. 
And I, I love having that. It's so know? satisfying. Yeah. First of all, you, listen, you've been talked out of your creativity, man. You've been told you're not creative. First of all, I, like you said, I'm left-handed. Mm-hmm. The world is a right-handed world, yeah. which deals with math and science. So all the arts are, are given as hobbies. But just have your brain. Yeah. So you have to, I, to me, I'm literally telling everybody, be more creative. Exercise it because you've been talked out of it a long mm-hmm. time ago. And it's so satisfying. Let me, mm-hmm. I built Legos like crazy. Yeah. So um, so speaking of uh, of arts and stuff like that, so my daughter's in, in eighth grade. She's in school right now, so I can talk about her. Um, <laughs> what the arts has done for her has given her the confidence like, so she's in eighth grade, and she's having, like, the best year of her life. And it's all because of what she's been doing in the theater. And and it's a very, very, um, like, uh, they just, everybody. Nurturing. Nurturing, and yeah. everybody, like, loves each other, and, and it's just so positive. But, like, she's getting that from, from, from the arts. That's right. Yeah, and she's been playing sports ever since she was, you know, four years old, too. But, but look what, at the schools, they're taking music, they're taking the instruments out of schools. Mm-hmm. Art is given a short shrift. Yep. All this stuff is treated like music and art and whatever. They're like, do that on your own time. That's a hobby. No, but it, math I, and science, if you got that, you're good. And I, I think we're severely lacking right now, just because, just as a society, because we're not creative enough. This is why we run to Avengers and we run to the movies because we need it so bad. We got, we, I mean, all the story, all the content. We need more. We need more. Yeah, imagine the world it, without. Like, imagine you, the world without art. Imagine the world without creativity, without music, without paintings, and what uh, we would be bereft of if we didn't have that. And, and to your point about all you have to do is create. It doesn't matter if it's good. Just do something. Create. That. And if it stinks, do the next one. First of all, that's the world I grew up in. Factory life. Flint, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Everybody. If I, they were like, what you doing drawing? What, what, what's yeah, that? What, yeah. Hey, what what kind of boy are you? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, man. Hey, look, I like drawing, okay? Yeah. I like music. I play the flute. I play the flute. You know what they would call me? They were like, what, why are you playing the flute? I was like, I'm bigger than you. I can bitch more than you, so what? <laughs> so now what? And they were like, yeah, you, you know, you're right. Uh. Did you see the uh, the Equalizer, the second Equalizer yes, movie? Yes. He's counseling a kid who's an artist. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it. That's right there. That's just, you know. It's it. I mean, you, it's going to come out. This is what the whole graffiti thing is about, man. Yeah. I and just, it's like, put it on canvas and sell it. Yeah, I just think of like, okay, uh, math and science, math and science. Math. But you go to somebody's home now... They don't have microscopes hanging on the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't. No, no. They got like, hey, like I, I play the guitar for you know. So you know, math and science. I don't necessarily. If, if that's not what you're gonna, do, you're not gonna take that wherever you go, unless my bro- listen. My brother's a chemist. He's a scientist. My my sister's a math. And that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, so it, I'm not knocking it. But, right. Yeah. But but I think <laughs> make it more equal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and we we would be remiss if we didn't throw some love to uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh! Yeah, which, uh, Casey and I are huge <laughs> fans of the show. NBC gave you the uh, the new home, which yes. is very cool, uh, which is uh, wonderful. The show was on the brink of going away and came back, and it is, it is I think, one of the sharpest ensembles on television. Oh. Your revelation on the show, as is Andre Brower, yes. who's just unbelievable. Uh, so uh, everything, uh, you know you're up and running. Yes. With- season 7 yeah. starts February 6th. We already have been picked up for season 8. Nice. That's yeah. the vote of confidence, man. Why do you um, think it eight works so seasons. Well? It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Why do you think it works so well? Because, you know, we love each other, man. Yeah. And, and and this is the greatest thing ever. One thing, I'm, and I'm going to preach right now. Yeah. Competition is the opposite of creativity. The opposite. We do not compete with each other as a cast. Right. 
that's the when you see a show fall, yeah. it's usually because the actors or somebody within it is competing with each other, and it causes the thing to blow up out of nowhere. We we literally are all operating on our own levels, creating and encouraging each other. This, we are a true family, man. I, I, I don't know what else to say. And everyone gets their everyone gets their moment. Everybody. And also, you allow the the self deprecation. Yeah. The, the, uh, <laughs> the stuff that they have you doing is hilarious. I love uh, it. And again, a lot of people forget out of the gate. Brooklyn Nine-Nine was sort of the sweetheart. It, it won, I think, a Golden Globe, yes, but Golden the best Globe. comedy series and so on and so forth. And then suddenly uh, we, we were we, I'm like, what the F? This show is great. And why are they getting rid of it for? Uh, now, now, you know, this far into it has got to be the ultimate, you know, acknowledgement. And also the, that when you have a fan base, you yes. talk about the connection of the fan base. Yes. That actually was vocally um, you know, uh, uh, going after making the sure the show came back. Well, I got something to say. You know, when you're talking about Nielsen ratings, yeah. that's that 18 to 35 yeah. and the whole thing. But just as mm-hmm. the deal, and you want to talk about math and science, mm-hmm. if you really want to get a good gauge on what people are watching, you need a bigger pie. But the Nielsen is literally only 5,000 homes. Yeah. yeah. So, wait a minute. I'm going, hey, hey. <laughs> but yeah. let me tell you what happened. The internet. Yeah. The internet spoke for us. They literally went nuts. And they got like a, a hundred million people saying, wait a minute, why did you cancel this show? And to, for NBC to pick us up, man. Yes. yes. Yeah. To give us that kind of love. Um, what can I say? And now you're talking about uh, in an era where you get maybe 10 episodes yeah. and they call it two seasons. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We're well over a hundred and seventy episodes. I mean, literally in the can. A yeah. good, a good friend of the show, Kate Flannery, has appeared on on the, oh, yeah. the show as well. Kate's yeah, great. And everyone that goes through it says nothing. It just, just great things about the the environment on the show. I also have to bring up the fact uh, you were in Deadpool too. Yes, I said you were here for a second. <laughs> for a second. <laughs> oh, that that was a big troll. We we trolled everybody on that. <laughs> what was that like? Because you, uh, I, you know, the he he is so talented, Ryan Reynolds. Oh my and, God. And, and the we we get the impression that there's just a lot of free lines going on right and left. What was the experience like working on that? It it, it was uh, an, an amazing experience because I love Ryan and w- but the big thing was the trick was we were going to troll everybody. Yeah, and you did because I knew instantly that I was going to die <laughs> right away. Okay, <laughs> but so I went on a whole press tour. Like no. you got to but see this is the thing fanboys deserve that. Yeah, yeah, because they go out of their way to figure it out. I already know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got the spoiler. <laughs> Doesn't they take the enjoyment out of it? Oh, they want to. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we got something for you. You should have seen it. At the premiere, they were like, hey, oh, what is going on? No. I mean, because everyone dies. Oh, yeah. and Ryan knew yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ryan was like, he's the smartest guy ever. Yeah. He's like, I, he actually gave them a real surprise. Right, right, yeah. Because they thought for sure that I was, Terry Crews is finally in a Marvel movie. He's going to, well, what the hell's happening? And it was so good, dude. Ryan's ahead of the game with, uh, he, he's a few steps ahead of everybody else with the joke. You <laughs> yes, know? Like, he is. He knows where the joke is going before you know where the yes. joke is going. <laughs> he's amazing. Well, yeah. he's, he's a perfect example of taking, because the, the first appearance of Deadpool was in a substandard. I mean, listen, oh. it was okay, but he knew that it should be something, and he stuck with the project for years. Yes. And would not relent. Yep. But you and, gotta, listen, first of all, there's there's two people you can't imagine 
you know, as, as any other thing. There's Robert Downey Jr. as yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Yeah. Dude, there's nobody else yeah. that can take that spot. You're right. You know what I mean? And that, to me, that's the ultimate. Like, this is where I want to be. I want to be irreplaceable. Yeah. I want to be like, you You got to get Terry Crews or you just... This, this is you. You're missing it, but and that's my goal. Like in everything that I do, I want it to just be me, and that's what the ultimate in creativity is. You know what I mean? And when you got Ryan, when he created that character, he made it his. I can't even see it any other way. It was an honor. Well, I think now you can say uh, we, we need a Terry Crews type, and people know exactly what you're what yeah. you're looking for. Uh, you, so you've reached that. It, any shot of you returning? It has because it's happened before a, as a as a uh, in, in the Marvel universe or DC. I would love to. Yeah. I would love to. In fact, when you look at Deadpool, I didn't die. I, I was literally on life support <laughs> at the end. I was laying on the ground. They were pumping my chest. It's true. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> so anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to but see I'm that. Op- I'm open to all of it yeah. because I can. Yeah. Um, my deal is is to always keep people surprised. I like to pop out of your cereal box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is he doing? What is this? <laughs> I literally, because this is the thing. Everyone had me at this kind of career. Yeah. And my my deal is... You know, you can do anything. I want to show people. I exist to show you what's possible. And that's for real. Well, when, wow. but the truth of the matter is, is, whenever we see you, and this is the ultimate compliment, we know it's going to be a good time. Oh. You're, you're in so many things that we enjoy. That, you know, for in our microcosm here, when people say, like, when they listen to the show and it gets into a tough time or something, that's the ultimate compliment. You're that exponentially with, with so much that you do in those Thank projects. You. That's got to be, you know... That's got to be so fulfilling. But this is why, again, growing up in Flint, Michigan, and the, the whole log line was, you're going to hate your life. <laughs> so, you know, you got to get ready to make the sacrifice right now. You know, And I was like, no, 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 no. I am only going to do what I love. Yeah. If I make a little bit of money, fine. But I'm only going to do what I love. But you know what happens? Most everything I'm doing now, I would do for free. I'll be honest with you. I'll do AGT for free. I would do Brooklyn Nine-Nine for free. But what happens is when you love it that much, they pay you a lot of money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that is the advice I tell our, our interns. Or my, my father, Brooke uh, Preston and I had, fathers gave us the same advice. If you do what you love, you'll yeah. never work a day in your life. Right. And, and you will naturally excel at it because yeah. you will invest the time in it. And with that will come the reward. Dude, I, I, I feel like I am playing all time, all the right. time. I'm just at play. And when I get there, it's like, my God, who gets this? Yeah. Who yeah. gets this? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you deserve I, it, man. You really wonderful. do. Thank yeah. you, guys. Absolutely. Uh, America's Got Talent, uh, Mondays, 8 o'clock, and it's the champions that's going on that's right it. now. Yeah. So make sure that you check out. Dude, we are so, you were, uh, we loved you here last last time you were here. We absolutely loved it. You got to come back anytime you're in Philly. We love having I you. I love coming you're here, guys. Such a positive energy force. So. Uh, anyway, first of all, you know, when people talk about this stuff too, you know, people kind of uh, there's people who like uh, roll their eyes, like yeah, Mister Positive. <laughs> but first of all, it's true. Yeah, I'm not saying anything that's not true. No. And this is the deal because what's happening is your brain is like it, it grows weeds. You know what I mean? And you constantly got to pluck that junk out. Yeah. All the crap, all the little stuff, all that mess. You got to always, you, you have, this is why you have to clean your house. This is why you have to dust. Yeah. All the time. Because if you leave it there, it's going to get dirty and it's going to get messed up. So I'm, this is a part of being positive is reminding myself what's true, yeah. what's real. Like it is up to you. You can do it. Yeah. 
That's all it is. And it's not hyperbole. It's not, oh, man, we'll pie in the sky. This is for real, for real stuff, man. I don't want anybody to mix it up and think that I'm just like, blah, blah. Ooh. No, you're, you're, we firmly believe in what you're saying, creative yeah. visualization, seeing the prize and going after it. You People who dispense and dismiss it will pay the price for it. And if you, there's so much to be gleaned if you allow yourself to buy into it yes. and move forward because we ultimately everyone wants everyone to do to realize their their optimum their maximum that's you it. know and that's something that you can achieve i'm with it man it's, it's wow. not just crap i'm so, with yeah. it I love let's it. go oh, oh, I'm <laughs> let's work out again <laughs> i don't want to be your whore <laughs> perfect segue oh let's hear for terry cruz <laughs> Love you, man. Thanks for being here. Terry Cruz. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. On sale now for just 15 bucks in the MMR Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Order by this Friday to have it in time for the holidays. Or get your hands on a free copy at an upcoming calendar raid while meeting the girls and members of the show. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Damn it, I was going to mention. Oh, yeah, Adam Kroll is on the show a little bit later on this morning. It'll be right at the end of the program. Uh, don't forget, we've returned to Easy Money today. So uh, Pierre is going to have your shot coming up at 11 a.m. to win $1,000. Get yourself set for that. We also have, and I didn't find this out till a little while ago, in music news, uh, a concert announcement. And this what? sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's another summertime show. Um, so I'll get you those details coming up a, a little bit later on. But I did have a series of stories that all have food in common, oh. which means so, I think what? we need our jazzy music because, yeah. It's, it's time for the Connoisseur a Collection of Food Stories. He gets the best tables. He knows all the best places to eat. He's Connoisseur. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so there's a thing on TikTok called the Serial Challenge. Yes, it's another social media challenge. Uh, this one is is interesting and disgusting all at the same time. In your butt? Not in your butt. Uh, but here's what happens. It takes two people to do the Serial Challenge. Okay. So the first person lies on the floor with their mouth facing the ceiling. Oh, I saw this movie. They then open their mouth. As wide as possible, the second participant second participant pours cereal uh-huh. into their horizontal friend's mouth, followed by milk. And then all you have to do is make sure that it's in there long enough for the second person to take their spoon <gasps> and dig in and have a mouthful. And apparently, it's very hard to do. It is hard for you as a human being to open your mouth <laughs> and... <laughs> And have lick and lay in that position and have liquid and oh, this, uh, substance in your so mouth. And you this video we're watching is dripping out of her mouth and into her ears. Yes, <laughs> I'd rather do the Titan Pod challenge. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so some people have even been letting their dogs participate and use them as a human bowl. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Uh, so I think the natural reflex is to drink as the liquid is coming into yes. your mouth. I would say um, when you do that, do you go like, like that? Well, like, uh, it'd be tough a cup because with your tongue. Yeah, because if you lie block. back and you open your mouth, that's gonna that's gonna widen that cavity and get 
the liquid way in the back of your throat there, which is going to, of course, ignite your gag reflex if you have one. Yeah. And you're going to, you so know. I, I think what I would do, I'd bend the tongue to the top of my mouth down. I know what you're talking about. Right. So, But that doesn't, that creates too shallow a space to hold a lot of liquid. Yeah. Now you're just thinking. Cereal. So you tell me you guys want to try this. You want to send somebody down that chose to get cereal and milk? We can try it. Marissa just brought the cereal in. Do we have milk? We could use water. But who's going to do it? You know what? That's gross. No. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) How about piss? Uh, We have cream. (laughs) Wait a second. This kid just cheated. This kid just hand put. What? The kid with his hand. Put it into the person's mouth. I thought you're supposed to pour. Oh, well, I don't think that, that's not really matter. the challenge. The Just challenge is eating out of their mm-hmm. mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. rules involved with this have not been established yet. Yeah, uh, Casey, I'll eat it out of your mouth. If you want to do it? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. These are so okay. gross. Sure. All right. <laughs> See, I, a... I, I wouldn't even do that. No. 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 Oh come on! What's gonna happen? Is there germs in there? Oh man! You know what? So we're seeing a video. I wouldn't do it because it's almond milk in this one. Oh yeah, that's oh, just yeah, gross. Yeah, do we have any um, milk? Uh, yeah. We, well, we got cream. Okay. I mean, we could, Let's fine. do it. Do we have milk. a tarp? Let's put it down. And do yeah, it. we got it. Uh, I think I have some. Yeah, Casey's got something we can lie down so Bill won't freak out if we, we get some our disgusting carpet a little dirty. <laughs> Let's just keep getting it dirty so they replace Don't it. Don't replace it. Uh, that, uh, that's yeah. phase three, apparently, where we're uh, going to okay, get... Okay, yeah, Casey's got... All right. He's got a little Nick, trash you ready? Right yeah, yeah. Where do we want to do this so we can get good on video? On the roof. Uh, oh, over all right, here, Mur- Murph says over there, over here. Uh, Casey. Oh, you know what? Hang on one second. I'm going to take this I, off. Yep, no problem. I didn't have any intention of us trying to do Put this. Put a shower cap on. I'm happy that we are going to try and do it now. Uh, Can you come see. lay on the counter over here? That no. way you're up. Well, not on the counter. There's electronics. Murph <laughs> says it's okay. Yeah, you're right. All right, we need some music. I think there's here. too many mic stands in the way, Kath, okay. for the counter. Oh, he's, by the way, this Casey's doing what everybody tells yeah. you, putting dry cleaner bags over your face. Yeah. 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 What are you well, doing? I just don't want to get it on my shirt, and I'm not going to oh, topless. He's going to make a, um, it's a, a poncho. A, I'll also get one for a tarp. All right. He's going to make a poncho out of it. Okay. Oh, look, look at you, you, man. You should be in fashion. Remember when we kissed the camp out case? Twice, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Twice, bro. I've never forgotten it. <laughs> yeah, this is nothing. I think Eddie. we're taking it to the next level. No, until you eat uh, brulee out of his ass. By the way, with Casey's makeshift uh, poncho, have you guys ever done that for like a sporting event or yes. anything like yeah. that with, with a trash bag? Yes. Does it work at all? It, it yeah, does. Yeah, it keeps your yeah. shoulders dry. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. You get nothing out of it other than that. No. All right, okay. so... So, uh, we're going to get ready over here. Oh, this is another part of the connoisseur music I've never heard. It's oh, really it just stopped. I didn't even know that. All right, so Casey is... Uh, he, he's four? he's putting on his makeshift poncho. I'm worried about Shofi. Does anybody here know the Heimlich? I yeah. do. I've done it before okay. successfully. I know of it. Yeah, Case, I'll take care of you. I'll get you. Thanks, Kat. So he's <laughs> now... I can't <laughs> see. <laughs> All right, come on around, Press. You can get on my mic. If I you got... Uh, no, it's okay. I, oh, man. All right. Here, you can. You, you want to use mine? Come on. Well, I need my I'll headphones, too. I'll just be screaming too. in disgust, so. All right. Uh, over here, Casey right, is now here. down on the floor. His head is on sort of a makeshift tarp. He has his shoulders covered. Nick, do you, are you supposed to do it from a standing position, or? Well, that's why I wanted him up on the counter. I don't think it matters. Right. No, it's okay. It's okay. All right. All right so, uh, he's now, Casey's got his mouth open. Nick is pouring the cereal, the Cheerios, by the way. All right. In his mouth. That's a lot of Cheerios. There's, there's one in his that's nose. That's too much. There is one in his nose. He just shot him all over the... You okay? 
Oh, you're doing that the, for fun. That was okay. just a li- he just the excess right. he right. shot right. out. Open, Open your mouth. mouth for milk. Here comes the choo-choo train. This is one of the stupidest. All right, just a little bit. But Nick, that's too much. Sorry. He's trying to get some of that out. I've never done this before. I understand. All right, so here comes the cream. Open your mouth. All right, now get ready, Casey, because this is if you're going to choke, this is when it's going to happen. You need more in there. All right, Nick's it. He's doing it. Yeah. More, more milk. More milk. He's eating it. and oh, it's, uh, in his, it's in Casey's eye. It's in his eye. <laughs> it's really good. All right, Casey, nice job. You did it. Oh, gross. I'm impressed. I done good. <laughs> you 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 done very good. You, you held everything intact. Wow! And now they're gonna hug it out, Steve. Aww, yeah. That's so sweet. Now that's finger sweet. it out. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. We did it. I hadn't had any breakfast. <laughs> I love Cheerios, by the way. Yeah, it was good. I just prefer a regular breakfast bowl. Uh, it says here, yes, yeah, some people wear protective clothes when they do it. Uh, it's pretty likely that uh, milk will get everywhere, no matter what. He didn't put much milk in there, though. Did, did uh, But I was good either way. I, I mean, he could could you totally could have loaded I was, up. I was more afraid of choking you with the milk than I was with the Cheerios. What about the spoon? How deep did you go? Uh, to the tongue. Yeah. Back of the teeth. Ew. Well, it, I know it is. Oh. It, yeah. Somebody saying just to piss Bill off, we should do it with soup sometime. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Pat, you sent something to me on Instagram yesterday about a chick trying to do a headstand. Did you see the one that I sent to you on Instagram? No. About the people laying on their sides. There's like five of them, and they're all grabbing each other's feet, and then they pull each other in. Okay. Oh, okay. You got to look at that. That's a new challenge that I want to try with you guys. We have failed miserably (laughs) at every one of these things where it's sort of a synchronized motion. I think think we can do because I don't think it takes a lot. All it does, all it really takes is a little bit of upper body strength. I think the thing that would Mm. probably work best for us is is laying side by side motionless. I think we can pull that off. I'll have to watch. My shoulder would not allow me to do that. We'll give you Kathy. Well, give me Kathy. Yeah, because she weighs the least. Preston, there's oh, a thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, I'm sorry. So we'll give young. you Marissa. <laughs> and you're so young, too. Yeah, so thank you. Yes. Thank you. We can do that thing where we ho- I'll, I'll hold you by your left arm from the roof, and then I swing you over to Preston, and then you take her other arm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. just swing yeah. her so around guess, the building. Right. That's how light I am. Yeah, we'll All right, anyhow. So the serial challenge, I, got in th- I thought we were just going to talk about it. It was riveting. It was done. All right, here's another thing. I think this is... I think this is pretty spot on. It turns out that knowing where your food comes from can actually make it taste better. The store. <laughs> no, not the store. <laughs> oh. Acme. When, when study participants tasted two versions of the, of the same dish, they liked the more modern version as long as they were only considering the taste. But... When they were given information about the background of each version of the food, it changed. This came from Casey's mouth. <laughs> so much better. It changed the taste and how much they liked uh, the older version as well. So, huh. what do you mean, like from from where, like where it grew, like from like the hillsides of uh, France? You know, like learning the ba- the background oh, okay. of the of the meat that you got or the yeah. pasta when, or whatever. When you go to a nicer restaurant and they have really well informed and and great wait staff. Totally. They can really yeah. sell it to you, and I do believe that it, that you are tasting something. Your 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 sense of taste is more acute or more open to um, uh, appreciating. I it. think so uh, because our they, nachos are stirred by a hairy armed man <laughs> in a huge tub in the back. Mm. Enjoy. Uh, are these hand stirred? Are these, oh, these stirred? nachos in particular are hand stirred uh-huh. by a Lebanese gentleman with hairy arms. Oh my yes. God. 
in a large tub. <laughs> just sitting on the floor? That's, uh, <laughs> was the tub sitting on the floor? It was sitting on the floor because <laughs> this way vermin have greater access to it. That's a reference to something that we really <laughs> saw. Uh, anyway. Um, Hand-stirred nachos. <laughs> Deliciously hand-stirred by a hairy Lebanese man oh, named Yorgi. <laughs> I will never eat nachos in that place ever. Not ever eat there ever. I'm not walking into it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so, I was in Shelburne, Vermont, and I ate at two different places, and both of those places had exactly where everything was from. And I got to tell you, it was the best breakfast I ever had. And then we went to Shelburne Farms, where literally everything that they serve at the restaurant was raised. On that Sourced farm. right there on the farm. Your mashed okay. potatoes were foot stomped by a Lebanese woman with <laughs> carbuncles. Mm. Uh, but no, I do agree. When 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 you have someone informing you of of the of the dish you're about to order, uh, the the details about what's in it and where these things came from can influence your your taste. A simple, I, I do think a simple proof of that, Preston, is for some reason if you go to Five Guys and they have the uh, where the potatoes came from for the french fries. Sure. Oh, even that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the best part is when we saw the hand-stirred nachos, <laughs> we all walked past it and didn't make a sound, didn't say a word. And then when we all got past it, we all like, looked at each other like, I'm never getting nachos. I have never had nachos. <laughs> uh, by the way, that theory on, on food, Preston, applies to, to booze as well. You know, like you'll drink a wine that, yeah. that comes from a, a particular place in Tuscany when you learn the background on it, or, or, or a bourbon from, you know, a farm in Kentucky. Your bourbon you... was hand-stirred by a hairy <laughs> Lebanese man. No, when you, when you learn the background and the, the craft that goes into making something like that, I think it makes you appreciate it more. Yeah. Uh, according to the researcher, he said, uh, much more than taste and how much we like what we eat uh, affects our behavior. Here, it, it was clear uh, that other elements of the experience, such as the pride of eating food made from local produce and using traditional production methods, significantly changed the perception of the food. So, I, okay, I, I can see that. Nick, did you taste any of the skull in the uh, yes in the cereal? Oh, yeah. oh cereal you just my did? God. Yeah, was a, I tasted a bit of mint. <laughs> Ew! It's smoky and oh, minty. Yeah. And minty. Mm, North Carolina, mm. yes, pulp. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right. Did you chase the suppository? <laughs> a little less refined. We'll talk about this. Uh, people are making chicken nugget bouquets for Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> it follows in the footsteps of previous trends that saw people giving uh, mini donut and beef jerky bouquets. We've seen that before. Marissa, remember, made a pickle bouquet for me. How'd you love it? I loved it. It was all kinds of pickles, right? It was pickles and olives and things like that. And, of course, she decorated it and made it look like it was a bouquet. It was so great. I did the uh, Dunkin' Donuts uh, Valentine's Day bouquet okay. uh, for Jace. I, I got the little munchkins, and that was he loved it. Uh, the bu- the optional alternative bouquet idea is very cool. A uh, bouquet is really good. <laughs> Stop. So, uh, what is this? Is this glaze? Some of these food bouquet <laughs> options uh, can be sought from stores, but the chicken nugget one you have to make yourself, and it seems pretty easy. You just need wooden skewers, chicken nuggets, and skewers. paper skewers. Yeah. Let, you know what? I, the f- <laughs> Hip City Veg again, uh, free advertising, but it's the truth. The these are non chicken. 
chicken nuggets. They're freaking awesome. If you've ever, if you ever get a chance, I don't know if they do a bouquet for them, but give it a try. They're unbelievable. Yeah, you got to make it yourself, uh, Steve. It's it, so my son is a he's a new vegetarian. He just became one over the New Year. Well, then here's an option. And so I got him vegetarian chicken nuggets. What do you think? Thinking that he would be like, oh, these are terrible. I'm just going to go back to eating chicken again. Nah, he loves them. Yeah. yeah, if they're done right, they're awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So chicken nuggets and chicken tenders are making, I don't want to say a resurgence. They've never really gone away, but like. They've always been in style. Yeah, but now even more so because uh, like social media, they're calling them chicken tendies and chicken nuggies. Chicken testies? No, tendies. Oh. Uh, just if anybody think- uses the word nuggy around me, I'm going to smack <laughs> them in the face. <laughs> it's like, why? Nuggies. nuggies. What if it's a, a hot 21-year-old girl saying, mm, I want some chicken nuggies. <laughs> And you'll cup her breast. Mm. <laughs> you'll punch, I got, you punch a, me in the face. I got a real shot with a hot 21-year-old, so I'll go easy <laughs> yeah. on her. Yeah. Wait a second. That's Preston Elliott. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to offer him my nuggies. Chicken nuggy. Chicken Oh, my gosh. Um, He's well, the anyhow, of saint. Consider, consider a, a food that your significant other loves. Yeah. And make a bouquet of it. I, this is a sensational idea. Yeah. Yeah, get a little creative. We we fall back on the uh, the old things, and uh, food stuff is always good. Yeah, Marissa, I I will never forget that that pickle uh, bouquet you made for me. You might be getting another one this year. Oh, it, it was, was so easy to make, though. Yeah, everybody asked me. You really just the, the easiest way is just go to like uh, I can go to the supermarket and go to the. Uh, yeah, pickle like bar. Pickle they have a relish bar. bar. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. And just dig out a whole bunch of fun stuff mm-hmm. and then get some jars of stuff and put You can even do, like, you know, they make pickled asparagus and green beans mm-hmm. and carrots and stuff like that. I love that What about idea. a radish bouquet? Yeah, something new. We, we need something new. Something fresh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you can make something new. I'm going to make a pickle bar. <laughs> <laughs> what does everybody like here? What uh, Prescription drugs. What do you <laughs> Yeah. What are your favorites? Like, can you put a wine bottle on a skewer? Uh, that could. would be cool. Well, Rochelle made a bouquet of little uh, airplane bottles, little small booze bottles. <laughs> mm. yeah, uh, and that was pretty cool. She put them on skewers. Skewers. You know what I, I taped them on there. I do love the fruit uh, bouquet. I do love Yeah, those the, are great. Uh, they're really good. The pineapple and all. I love fresh pineapple. Uh, obviously, cook, you know, chocolate cookie cookies. Bouquet. Yeah, absolutely. You do a cookie bouquet. Oh, cookie. A cookie. Yeah, a boo cookie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to do the donut one again for Jace, though. He really loved that. And and uh, Dunkin' Donuts, hopefully. I mean, I'm sure they will, right? Have the Valentine's you know Day what, once Preston? again this year. A window nation bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> Windows on skewers. Yeah, they're, they're an average. Who says it has to be edible? No. Uh, all right, let me see what else I got. More ideas from the connoisseur. What's next? Let's do let's do some cheap beer. How about that, okay? Cheap beer. Uh, let's see. This is a bush beer. Uh, they say that for every inch of snow that accumulates in Des Moines, Iowa, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Fargo, North Dakota, uh, Dakota, blah, 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 a bunch of cities, but it's not here. like Bush. Uh, <laughs> they're going to take a dollar off of purchase of their beer up to $30 and excluding sales tax for every inch of sh- snow that accumulates. I don't understand. So if it snows in one of those cities, you get a dollar off your purchase of beer. If it snows an inch, you get a dollar off. If it's two inches, you get two bucks off, three inches, and of so on. Of a case of beer, I assume, um, or a 30-pack or something? That is a good question. It will be tracking snowfall in those cities. Uh, it doesn't indicate it must be a case of beer. Have you seen the footage coming out of Canada? Yeah, Newfoundland? None. None. Snow? Real. Yeah, I, I heard- mean, 
uh, you know, up above the door. Steve, did you see the time lapse with the yes. car? Yeah, it's crazy yeah. to watch that video. So Preston, was it, was it incredible? Crap. You've yeah. got to see it. Okay. It's over the course of a day, uh, so it's you know it's, it's several hours. You know, uh, probably about twenty four. <laughs> <think> <laughs> but uh, the way that it covers up so the car one is of those pretty twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of those days. Uh, but, but it's it's amazing footage. Uh, all right, 18, 24, and 30 packs of Bush and Bush Light and so on. I think they need to move their beer, uh, so they're doing this deal. No, I would like to see that video. That's uh, that's pretty wild. There's a, there's a shot where, a, in fact, some uh, per, a person posted a video of their garage door going up, and it's just a solid, w- a solid, solid wall, solid wall of snow. Wow. Okay. Well, we've been we've gotten lucky so we far. We have. Uh, I had to put on a uh, heavier jacket the other day. Mm-hmm. Here's another beer thing. No, you can stop. Archie, beer stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Natural Light wants to help anyone turning 21 this year celebrate. The brand is giving away free cases of beer to those hitting the milestone birthday in 2020. It's no like kidding. $4. Uh, to claim the is this, is this what they call Natty Light? Yeah. Natty yeah. Light. Yeah. How much is it these days? Because what was it, like seven or eight bucks a case? Yeah, when we were? I think it was. I think seven it was like, or eight bucks yeah. a case? Yeah. yeah. We used wow. to get cases and cases and cases of it. So wow. let me ask you something, and I uh, this is what I've heard as a non-drinker, uh, that Natty Light would cause a uh, uh, an especially powerful hangover. Uh, no. Nah. What? You just would drink so damn much of it. And that's that's that, it. Was that it? Okay. Yeah, what a ripoff. What? So now it's uh, for 30 12-ounce cans, it's $17. Wow. Who's got well, how that kind long of money? ago was that when yeah. you were buying it like, for 7 what, bucks? three, four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It was 19, 1966. Uh, here, here we're seeing it for eleven ninety nine. Oh, if you go to Total, Total Wine. Wine. Yeah. yeah. Kathy okay. bought it for her Welcome Hawaii to the Union Party. <laughs> where, yeah. um, what are those little, I always think of it like like an army shelter where basically it's like a, a half dome. You know what I'm talking about? Like metal. Uh, what, a, Thunderdome? A beer? What? No, 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 no. I'm just saying in general. Like if you go to like a uh, like an army base, like a VFW. Oh. Like, oh, no, I, like... I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, so the so the barracks, Steve. They look like if you if you oh took, yes 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 if you took a, a, an aluminum can and cut it in half and laid it on its side. Right. Yeah. yeah. What about those? So, well, that was Austin Beverage, I believe. That's where we got all of our beer in college. And, okay. I mean, they was just... it in Collegeville? No, it was just beyond. Uh, it was right in Specs. Do you know where Specs is? Yeah, uh, yeah. Specs it is. was right beyond there. Okay. Yeah. Right uh, by Adult World. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's at Ridge and uh, Township Line. I yeah, think, I mean, that's somewhere around that area. That's yeah. where we got all of our. Uh, our United Light. Our United Light. We uh, went to the beer barn, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a, a drive through, and you could get kegs, even though kegs were not allowed on campus. Uh, you would get kegs there. Anyway. How did you sneak kegs on campus if you weren't allowed that? Oh, we were really subtle. We put them in the trunk of the car and then yeah. drove the car onto the campus. <laughs> okay. And then wheeled them down to the basement. Wait, I was uh, such a snob. I would only drink Natty Light. I wouldn't have Natty Ice because, ew, that was gross. Ew. Natty that chick's, that chick's real classy. Yeah, oh. she only drinks Natty Light. Well, there was a guy who his you know first or second day of school. I think we were juniors at the time. This kid came to our party. He goes, "Oh, I, I only drink Zima." <laughs> Zima. Like, Good luck with oh, that. I pal. only drink yeah. Zima. Yeah. So then he was the Zima guy for the. Of in, course. In, yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, in order for the birthday boy or girl uh, to purchase a case of Natty Light, uh, they need to submit their receipt or UPC code for their purchase to the website mybeerrebate.com. And uh, they submit proof of that they turned 21 this year, and then you get your money back. So, a free case of beer, which is not a bad thing. You just put a hose into the window of the car. <laughs> yeah. Open your mouth. Uh, all right. What else here? Let's see. More connoisseur stuff. Here. More connoisseur stuff. 
They have a lot of cheap stuff at the connoisseur. Um, well, that's okay. Saving money is a good thing. We learned about cheap beer and nugget bouquets. Totino's Pizza Rolls. Oh, I love them. Uh, do you really? Yes, <laughs> but pepperoni only. Uh, well, they come in a new flavor. Oh, yeah? So that's why I brought this up to you. Natty Light. No. <laughs> Sausage? Uh, no, ham and cheese. Uh, they consist of a crust of crust filled with honey cured ham and reduced fat cheddar cheese. For, for the health conscious Tostino eater, <laughs> yes. For the health conscious, I'm in training pizza for roll. a decathlon. Uh, Coach has cut my Tostino intake. Totinos. What is it? You said Tostinos. Is Totinos? Oh, okay. that's the name of the brand. Totinos. Oh. Uh, they join the lineup of pizza inspired flavors, which include things like pepperoni, sausage, and triple cheese. So Casey mm. would love the the pepperoni is the only pepperoni one. Pepperoni really is like. the only one. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had any of these. Uh, it seems that the new flavor is slowly being rolled out at to a variety of grocers. So it's not going to be right away. You'll have to. You may have to search for your ham and cheese Totino's <laughs> pizza rolls. And it, and honestly, if you are watching the calendar, waiting for the release of these. Ask what exactly has happened to your life that has led you to this woeful place. Uh huh. People are pointing out they're mini hot pockets. It's true. Yeah, That's what they, they are. Essentially, their pizza rolls are just mini hot pockets. By the yeah. way, the hot pocket, as we've discussed time and time again, the hottest thing on earth. Oh yeah, yeah. When it molten is lava on the molten inside. lava. Yep. You will not get a pizza burn like you will get with a hot pocket. Well, and we discussed this on the air, and and I don't I don't remember the exact terminology, but like essentially exculpatory. No cheese burns hotter than uh, other either either that or it just retains its heat better. Yeah, you know, yeah. mercury is made out of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> did you know mercury's uh, day is longer than its year? What? It takes longer for uh, mercury to rotate Shut than it does on its axis than axis than it does to to go around the sun. Mm-hmm. Had no idea. So the day that like a twenty four hour day doesn't yeah. exist. We learned earlier in this segment that <laughs> yeah. days are twenty four hours long, but not except on mercury, on mercury right. where they're a year long. Right. So I hope it doesn't snow on mercury. So does all the cheese that's on the opposite side of the sun stay solid and not molten like it? Because that's the said, only place you can okay. live is on the other side of mercury. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Where the cheese is solid and uh, the women are hardy. Yeah. <laughs> where the nacho cheese from that place comes from. That's right. By the way, I'm looking at the picture of me as the connoisseur that we have on our monitor yeah. here in the studio. I actually, this is a picture of me I don't hate. Oh, good. Really? I actually kind of like that. I think I look pretty decent in a chef's outfit. You do. What's the one you like the least? Uh, I, I like Man. the, um, what is the the odds and ends store? The uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten. Uh, the, the, prospector or or no? the Prospect? No. What is that segment called? Uh, it is, uh... Come on. Was it the proprietor? Proprietor. No. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah, you are the proprietor, but the actual segment is something different. Odds and ends. Odds and ends. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Marissa, do you know for sure? Yeah, I have a whole folder of them, actually. <laughs> is it called uh, Odds and Ends? It's the Odds and Ends store. We have the Historian. We have the Just Saying Institute. We have the Historian, uh, that twice noticer. Um... The proprietor is, is of the uh, of the the odds, odds and, ends. and ends. Yeah. The resident, the therapist, <laughs> the therapist. I haven't known a long time. City beat, and oh, the resident is is that old medical stuff? I guess. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which yeah. one has the pipe? City beat. Historian. Historian. Right? That's a historian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. then the I, I can't pronounce this one. The uh, the necromancer. Oh, yeah, necromancer. I think it's a deal with death. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. We can put up a whole gallery. We should. All right. Uh, let me see. <laughs> How about this? You know, you had mentioned uh, Natty Light again. This brings it back to this. Uh, Jelly Bellies. Yesterday, my son had some, and he had uh, beer-flavored Jelly Bellies. And I tried one, and actually, it was 
uh, when, as soon as he opened up, it came in a little bottle. Was it I'm refreshing? Like, it smells like beer. It flat out smelled like beer. What does it taste like? It was just okay. It had a, it had a, a, a slight flavor to it uh, as far as beer goes. But uh, Jelly Belly has just announced some new flavors, and they're not what you'd expect. They say they're new Bean Boozled Fiery Five Challenge. Now, Bean Boozled are the ones that we ate here in the studio mm-hmm. that oh. were like skunk, oh, yeah. right. cat food, vomit. Yes. grass, vomit, all that stuff. So, and they were appropriately hideous. So this one, this group of Fiery Five Challenge Bean Boozled are Sriracha, Jalapeno, Cayenne, Habanero and uh, Mama June Shannon Carolina Reaper <laughs> flavors. There's no way I would do Cal- Carolina Reaper. These are these are super hot. Uh, they're sold in a package with a spinner wheel, and so they've they've now they've now seen that people do this as a game. So they mm-hmm. turned it into a game. So themselves. now they're, they 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 have a little wheel on it, and you can play the game. That's a good idea. That's a good yeah, marketing idea. So the game challenges you to try whatever flavor the arrow lands on. A Jelly Belly says the goal was to have each flavor taste like the actual pepper or sauce that they're based on. And when those when we tasted those nasty ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like it tasted like you were chewing grass. Yeah, in your and they're mouth. obviously small and there were I couldn't finish a few of them. They were just disgusting. Yeah. Just spit yeah. them out. It was repulsive. I think I got the skunk one and I was just like this I can't <laughs> why? I can't eat this. It was just absolutely disgusting. Even though you know it's not what you're really yeah. You're not really eating cat food, but it tasted so. It elicits a oh. a response you know, physically. You you respond as if you were eating the real article. Yep. All right. Uh, one more item. No, no. Do you want ice cream? Yeah. All right. Sorry, room for ice cream. Yeah. Uh, Netflix and Ben and Jerry's have teamed up to create an ice cream flavor, which is titled Netflix and Chilled. So okay, like it. Why didn't they take the fla- the ice cream place in Stranger Things? Yes, scoops and make that the flavor scoops ahoy. I saw a scoops ahoy shirt the other day. We were uh, at the mall with our kids, and we popped into Spencer's, and they had they had like a full like the full outfit. Yeah, that they're wearing scoops ahoy in the uh, in the show. I did trivia night on Saturday at my brother's parish, and uh, that was the answer to a question. I was the only one at the table that knew it. Scoops Ahoy. Scoops Ahoy. They do that every weekend. No, it's okay. once a year. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd you guys do? We won last year. Yeah. Not this year. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, the flavor of uh, Netflix and Chilled uh, contains peanut butter ice cream. Mm. Acetone. <laughs> sweet and salty pretzel swirls. Huh. And fudge brownies. I'm in. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it is available as Wait, we speak. That sounds almost like our original yeah, flavor, does. doesn't it? I was thinking that. For our, mm-hmm. our, our original flavor of... Uh, Gadzooks? Gadzooks ice cream. Yeah. In fact, it's a complete ripoff, and we're going to sue them. <laughs> they got rid of the s'mores, which is my personal favorite. I love the graham cracker swirl. S'mores is excellent. The brownie, brown, anything with the brownie in it mm-hmm. is great. My wife, Casey, I know you're going to love this, He, she adores fish food. Yeah, oh, and really? I think, I, yeah. so, and it's nothing against fish food. I just, it's a little plain for me. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, you know, pieces of chocolate and. Not enough chewing not, tobacco. I, <laughs> not enough skull. <laughs> I have never <laughs> been a, a huge fan of Ben and Jerry's. I've liked everything I've had, but I've never gotten a flavor that I've gone, "Yeah, that's mine. It's I need dense. to go back and get it." Uh, but I do like it, but I don't. I've never really come around and I'll tell you what. Seen that it's my favorite. Rocks. There's a, there's a brick and mortar in Germantown, Zaz. You turned us. Oh on, yeah, onto a Casey, and there there that ice cream is. Awesome! Oh, they came yeah. to the Mushulu. Uh, yes, right? yeah. yeah. And in fact, because we 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 happen to happen by it, yeah. Like, Holy f! This yeah, is good. good. I did love the big gay ice cream 
The blueberry uh, one? Blueberry uh, cobbler. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yep. Phenomenal. You know what's really good? <laughs> what? By Curious Ice Cream. Oh, I believe Really it. good. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, uh, they have a new flavor. Yes. Hey, there's another one uh, that I wanted to turn you guys on to. I believe it is. Uh, her, a Hershey ice cream flavor. I think it's called Graham Central Station. I think it's. I like it the tastes Graham. like your grandma. <laughs> wow. No. Tastes like Ben Gay and Blue Emu. <laughs> Have you had Graham Slam? And it, and it won't stink. Yeah, uh, I've not had. Yes, Graham yeah. Slam is a Turkey Hill. Yes, and that's really good too. So the the Graham Central Station has got the uh, the Graham Cracker Swirl. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm a fan. Graham yeah. Cracker Swirl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a graham cracker ribbon in, you know, all throughout the My pooper don't work right. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Graham. 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 Come, down Graham. This, come down this world. Stop it. Grammy. <laughs> Go back upstairs, Grammy. Ah, uh, shut up. <laughs> I came down for the remote. Oh. <laughs> Want to watch my Matlock? Speaking yeah. of Netflix, my mom was so proud of herself because she watched a Netflix movie the other day. Oh, yeah? She actually was able to figure it out. <laughs> Felt like a modern woman? I was like, did you use the voice remote? She's like, yes, I did. Oh. Like, okay, Netflix, yeah. test pattern, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Right. It's, I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I watched last night? It's a show called... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Part right. was really easy to follow. Uh, <laughs> that is all that I have. All right. Uh, so that's-, that's all from the connoisseur. Yes, it certainly is. So uh, thank you. Hopefully you got something out of all of that. Mess. Actually, some good ideas for things to try. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. And I have some bizarre file stories that I am dying to share with you. So that is on the way and some other stuff. Don't forget it's Tattoos Day today. So text word tattoo to 39333. And let's see if you can win a Preston and Steve tattoo. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Weezer. Dirty Honey. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right. Thank you, Kath. Let's do the uh, Bizarre File. Yeah, here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And it's brought to you by HERS. Uh, Big deals aren't supposed to be this small. Try HERS new mini cheese puffs, cheesy, crunchy mini HERS. Oh, yeah. Forever (laughs) good. FedEx delivery drivers were caught on camera rolling a large package down a hill when they were delivering it. A neighbor shared the video. The package had a mattress inside. (laughs) And both sides of the package were open when it was delivered. FedEx issued a statement saying the behavior depicted in the video is unacceptable and inconsistent with the professionalism FedEx ground service providers demonstrate every day and safely and securely delivering millions of packages to our customers. You're supposed to roll it up the hill. Uh, we have worked directly with the customer and all parties involved to address this matter. Well, there was a chandelier in the mattress, too, Preston. But caught, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. rolling a package <laughs> down a hill. Come on, man. It was easier. 
All right, this story is out of Gainesville, Texas. Uh, KGAF is a little station on Radio Hill on the northeast side of Gainesville where they've been broadcasting news, weather, and music in a family-friendly way for more than 70 years. But recently, station manager Steve Eberhardt had a new idea, so he applied to get the call letters, KGAF, on a personalized license plate for the newest company van. He said, I applied for it, and a couple of weeks later, I got a letter from the DMV declining the tag, which surprised me because I couldn't imagine why. The response he received from the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles surprised him even more. The letter said that his application had been denied because of a pattern of objectionable and misleading words that could be considered indirectly vulgar, swear, or curse words. Eberhardt said that he didn't know what the license plate he requested, why it would be considered vulgar pointing out that the federal government has licensed his station since 1947 with right. those call letters, KGAF. But Eberhardt's teenage son laughed when he heard the license plate request was denied. He said, as soon as I brought the subject up, he said, Dad, I can tell you exactly what they think it means. Uh, it would seem that in the world now that communicates with OMGs and LOLs and IDKs and all that, the GAF might mean something, too. Uh, I've been told that it's an acronym or a- acronym or slang for social media for can't give an F. K G A F. Wow! I thought it was gay as right, yeah. right. Uh, Eberhardt said that after the consultation with his 19-year-old son, he learned that. But he said, "But we certainly never intended that." Uh, he said he's certain the founders of the station in 1947 most likely <laughs> did not intend for that uh, to, for it to be meant that. I'll call letters being gay as F. <laughs> Eberhardt uh, has uh, appealed the decision by the Texas DMV and hopes for a final decision sometime in the next 30 days or so. I've seen shorthand written IDGAF. Yeah. I don't give. Yeah. That. I've seen that one too. Yeah. IDGAF. Yeah. Yep. Remember, we couldn't give an F. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you have a radio station that was like that. <laughs> a bank robber put a pillowcase over his head to hide his identity. <laughs> Uh, and then he had to take it off because he didn't cut any eye holes in it. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was uh, choking in there. Matthew Davies file, uh, failed to create eye holes in the cover ahead of his bank robbery. The 47-year-old who threatened staff with a meat cleaver left the branch with uh, nearly $2,000 but was later arrested. Davies pleaded guilty to a charge of assault and robbery, a hearing in the high court in Glasgow. In fact, he was facing away from the teller, Preston. Heard how Davies entered the Bank of Scotland branch and pulled the meat cleaver from the pillowcase before putting the betting item on to cover his face. So he, didn't even, he didn't even have it on when he went in. No, he's already been seen by security cameras. But the failure to create eye holes meant he had to take it back off. I got to cut some eye holes first. So after threatening the staff, Davies was initially given about uh, $300, but the 47-year-old demanded more cash. Do you have any and, scissors? And also warned that he would hurt a female customer if he was not, uh, if it was not handed over. Uh, they Is this your up, first job, son? Uh, they ended up uh, finding him. A witness <laughs> followed him to his house, and they found the cash and the pillowcase. And uh, they also dis- discovered a stun gun. This reminds me of uh, Django Unchained. Oh, yeah, yeah, When they all try to wear the hoods and, and the eye holes aren't cut properly and yeah. you can't really see well. <laughs> Hi, Seamus. I love it. Yeah, I love that. A uh, Michigan man found more than $43,000 in cash hidden in a couch that he bought from a secondhand store. And though he had no apparent legal obligation to do so, he decided to return the money to the family who donated the item. Here's $100. That's pretty damn cool of him. <laughs> Howard Kirby, 
Recently bought a set of furniture for $70 from Habitat for Humanity Restore. After the couch was uh, had spent a few weeks in his man cave, he started to think something was off. He said the foot cushion always seemed kind of hard. His daughter-in-law finally opened the cushion and was surprised to find a box containing tens of thousands of dollars in cash, $43,170 once they counted it up. Surprised at his good fortune, Kirby considered how this cash could change his life. He could finish paying for his house off or fix his roof and still have money left over. Uh, he contacted a lawyer and learned that he had the legal right to keep the cash. Huh. But he decided to do the right thing. He went back to the store, got in contact with the family. They arranged a meeting in the store for Kirby to return the family's lost money. Did they give him a reward at least? I, there was no, nothing in the in the story about it. I okay. would hope they would. Um, the feel good was uh, very close to going up in flames, though. The store was swamped with furniture at the time. And Restore and other retail shops were hesitant to take the grandfather set because of its age. The family uh, told uh, Kirby that they had planned on burning it if they could not find a taker. So, well, why yeah. don't you buy it now? Otherwise, we're just going to burn it. Yeah. A customer at a supermarket. This is my last story. Yeah, but uh-huh. In South America, faced the wrath of disgruntled employees when they parked their car in the wrong spot. This is a pretty funny picture. <laughs> the driver parked their small hatchbacks, hatchback, in the shopping cart area of a shopping center in Argentina. And so that's a top score in being a jerk department. So employees responded by putting all of the shopping carts in their rifle spot anyway, and they put them all around the vehicle, boxing it in. Oh, that's great. And I mean hundreds of them. <laughs> so this car is completely surrounded by it. The picture is pretty damn photo. Uh, funny. The photo of the prank uh, was uh, posted on Facebook and has now gone viral. I love so that. watch where you park, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you at this time. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We will have a oh, this is this is an okay. We're looking at a picture. <laughs> the, the one that I saw is much worse than this. So anyway, um, we're going to get a lesson question, uh, trash and music news, and some unfortunate news uh, concerning Mr. Ozzy Osbourne coming up. It's it's nothing totally dire, but it's not good. So yeah. I'll get you those details in a moment when we come back. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Rival Sons on 93.3 WMMR and Open My Eyes 11 minutes after 10 o'clock. I will forever associate that song with uh, Marcus. Ah, yeah. Marcus in the darkest when Steve and I would come in and Mark would Marcus would be doing the overnight shift and he would play that song. We could hear him singing down the hallway. I mean, he would absolutely belt it at the top of his lungs. Somebody! It was yeah. awesome. You could just see he was just completely rocking out. I loved it. While listening to that. Uh, it is 11 minutes after 10 o'clock. Actually, I have a clip in case he was going to... Send a clip over of somebody singing that song. It's uh, it's your nephew, right? Yeah, little Emerson. And there was a, a video of him on uh, social media <laughs> singing along to it, but he's got to wait for this to uh, port over. Yeah, you ready? Here you go. All bro. right, this is it. Listen. Somebody, somebody, somebody coming oh my gosh! Isn't that great? I love that. Oh How old? How old is he? Oh gosh, he's six now. So that was when he was four. Oh, that's oh, adorable. So yeah, cool. that's great. He yeah, just, he's sitting in his old chair, rocking out <laughs> to it. <laughs> his little child seat. I love it. Love Excellent. That kid. 
right, uh, we're going to do today's lesson question. Give away a pair of tickets as the Preston and Steve Show present True TV's Impractical Jokers, which is Friday, August 14th at The Man. Uh, the question, uh, let's see, let's go with uh, this one. Which uh, mascot surprisingly shows up in the background of the new show, The Outsider? Two one five two six three WMMR. Which mascot surprisingly shows up in the background on the new show, The Outsider? Two one five two six three WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Major League Wrestling. Major League Wrestling presents Fightland Saturday night, February first, at the twenty three hundred Arena in South Philadelphia. Get your tickets today at mlwgo.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, the internet blowing up over the weekend with a video of a wild elephant roaming around the sprawling uh, lobby of the Jet Wing Yala Hotel in Sri Lanka. No one knows how the elephant ended up in the hotel, but we do know he got his room for peanuts! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Former porn star Mary Carey has signed a contract with celebrity boxing promoter Damon Fellman for a fight in Miami. Carrie admits this is a step down from her last gig, which was having sex with a donkey. Oh, (laughs) dear God. God. Okay. And finally, Mama June seen pawning a $1,500 diamond ring at a place called Cash America outside of Georgia. June says she never wears the ring anymore, but she always buys crack. Yeah. So that's how <laughs> that works out. And that's your Hollywood track. All righty. We'll see if somebody knows this, which mascot surprisingly shows up in the background of the new show, The Outsider. I am going to go to Jay for the answer. Hey, Jay, how you doing? I'm doing good, Preston. How are you? Good. Who shows up in The Outsider? It will be the Flyers Gritty. Gritty. Yeah. Hang on a second, Jay. Get your information, and we have tickets for you to see. The President Steve Show presented True TV's and Practical Jokers, the Scoopski Potatoes Tour, starring the Tenderloins Friday, August 14th at The Man. Tickets are on sale now, WMMR.com, for complete details. By the way, there's the, the Flyers are just killing it with Gritty. The, the last couple of videos that they've posted of him have just had me in stitches. There's one where they do a uh, a riff on the Wham! video, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Really well done. And then the most recent one was, uh, I guess, 80s night. They were doing a riff on uh, uh, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> and I'm not going to surprise what happens in the video. It's just, it's hilarious. And, yeah. and Gritty is just killing it. They, they're they nailing it with every little social media thing they do right now is so funny. I mean, he's a, a huge star at this yep. point. Agreed. All right, um, music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, uh, we, oh, it's brought to you, by the way. By Major League Wrestling. Major League Wrestling presents Fightland Saturday night, February 1st at the 2300 Arena in South Philadelphia. Uh, you can get your tickets today at MLWGo.com. So we're going to lead with this, what I teased a little while ago. Uh, earlier this morning, Ozzy Osbourne shocked the rock world by revealing his recent diagnosis with Parkinson's disease mm. on Good Morning America. Oh, man. Uh, the news comes after a string of health woes through 2019. Um, and it pushed back his uh, tour dates across the world. Ozzy's new album, Ordinary Man, is due out next month, and the uh, Prince of Darkness recently mounted an impressive comeback with Under the Graveyard. Um, So he said uh, on the program, it's been terribly challenging for us all. 
I did my last show New Year's Eve at the Forum, and then I had a bad fall. I had to have surgery on my neck, which screwed all my nerves. Um, Sharon said it's called PRKN2, the, the Parkinson's. Uh, said, she said there are so many different types of Parkinson's. It's not a death sentence by any stretch of the imagination, but it does affect certain nerves in your body. And she said it's like you have a good day, a good day, and then a really bad day. Ozzy received the diagnosis last February, so he's he's been dealing with this for a while now. Right. And it was after he experienced the fall and underwent subsequent surgery. Now the singer is taking both medication for Parkinson's and nerve pain. He said, I've got a numbness down this arm for the surgery, and my legs keep going cold. He said, I don't know if that's the Parkinson's or what, but... That's, he said, see, that's the problem. So uh, he said, because they cut nerves when they did the surgery. Right. And I'd never heard of nerve pain, and it's a weird feeling. So long term, because of, as you said at the beginning, there are different variations of this. Will he experience uh, the sort the of tremors? tremors that Michael J. Fox experiences, or will this be something different? You know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, and Parkinson's is a, it's a finicky thing, yes. it's a, it can shorten your life. It's not something along the lines of, like, ALS where right. you're running out of time. Right. Um, so I really don't know a whole lot about it, Steve, as far as the different levels and, uh, and how they can affect you. There are other aspects of it, too, that cause sort of, um, like, visions and, uh, and, and weird uh, other aspects. That There's a commercial for it where the, the guy has it at some form of Parkinson's, and he looks down and sees two of his dogs there's no kid there and okay uh, so there's there are those aspects as well so um I, it's something i clearly don't understand as well as i thought i did maybe we can uh get dr mike on tomorrow or something yeah, like that yeah. and uh, give us some information on that so it's um unfortunate news uh obviously but you know he's he started you know the past couple of years he's been uh, he's been having problems so that would probably speak to that so if we get any more updates, we'll let you know what's going on. How old is Ozzy again, Preston? Ozzy is, you know what, Steve, I don't know. Uh, Nick would have to look that up. I, I want to say he's around 70. Yeah, I think 71. Okay. Right. Um, so um, just thought we'd pass that along. Uh, now, we have a, a concert announcement. We don't have to do the, well, whatever you want. This is this is cool. This is always a, a cool show. And it's Hoagie Nation 2020. Oh, this is great. Yeah, it's Daryl Hall and John Oates present Hoagie Nation. Uh, now, what I don't know is, are Hall & Oates going to be performing? They usually do. I, I think, yeah, they're they're the headliners. All right, the, good. The, the so, last one's going. Hall & Oates and uh, pretty cool lineup. Squeeze. Awesome. Cool in the gang. Yeah. Uh, I love cool in the gang. The Hooters, which will be celebrating uh, 25 years of Nervous Night. What is this? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that was Squeeze. All right. Yeah, it was live Squeeze. I and a recording artist, Squeeze. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyhow, uh, the Hooters will be performing, celebrating 25 years of Nervous Night. Blues Traveler will be performing. That's cool, too. Yep. And then you have uh, some uh, local and smaller acts like Low Cut Connie, The Soul Survivors, Down North, and more. It's presented by Deets and Watson. Two stages of music, and it'll be Saturday, May 23rd at The Man at Fairmont Park. I saw this uh, two years ago. You know, they, they had to take a break, I think, last year uh, for it. But uh, it's awesome. And Hall & Oates are great. 
and the whole vibe is just uh, very casual and uh, and wonderful. Tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, through Ticketmaster.com. And listen this week uh, to Jackie Bam Bam because uh, he is going to have uh, a chance to win some tickets. So complete details available at WMMR.com. So, again, it's Daryl Hall and John Oates, Squeeze, Cool and the Gang, The Hooters, uh, Blues Traveler, Low Cut Connie, The Soul Survivors, Down North, and more. That should be a fun night out. So I think Blues Traveler would be worth a, uh, oh, yeah. a revisit. I love that band. They were all over the place when we first, you know, at Y100 years yep. ago. Yep. Saturday, Memorial Day weekend at the Man. That's a nice way to spend a night out. Huh? Wow, no kidding. All right, uh, I have a few other things. Um, Metallica paid tribute to Ray Burton, who passed away last week at the age of 94. He was the father of the band's late bassist, Cliff Burton. Mm. On the band's website, they posted this. It is with incredible sorrow that we say farewell to Cliff's dad, Ray Burton, last week for 38 years. We were lucky enough to have the energy, wisdom, and light of Ray in our lives. His eternal youth with his drive, positivity, and relentless smile were both incredibly powerful and stirringly honest. Uh, from coast to coast and overseas to um, overseas to Ray's beaming face would regularly greet us, offering warmth and anchor uh, to our travels. And when it came to the entire Metallica family, band, crew, and fans, uh, he viewed us all as his own. So huh. sad news it is uh, dad had passed away. And, of course, uh, Cliff was killed in a bus, you remember? Yeah. Uh, in it was an in Europe, right? Yeah, they were in Sweden. So, Sweden. yeah. Uh, let me see. How about this? The Royal Mint has announced a new commemorative coin in honor of Queen, uh, making the legendary band the first group to feature on a British coin. I didn't Pretty know cool. that. I thought maybe the Beatles at one point would have done something like that. I thought Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. The Chumbawamba dollar. We, we can't overlook tub thumping. Yes. And how effective that was in bringing band a nation together. Exactly. Brought a nation together in a time of... Crisis. Uh, Did you pay for the, a whiskey uh, the, drink. The Falklands invasion. A cider drink. Yeah. Yes. A vodka drink. There's a, a hidden message there. in there. It was actually code. Anyhow, the announcement, which was posted on BrianMay.com, reads in part, uh, the coin pays tribute to all four members of Queen, depicting their different instruments and contributions to the group. Commemorative coin, which marks the first of the Royal Mint's Music Legends collection, is available in gold-proof, silver-proof, and brilliant uncirculated. If that you see that they don't fo- cut the foreskin. Off. They don't cut the foreskin <laughs> off. Absolutely. If you see in the footage, in the original footage of Live Aid, the Queen is on someone's shoulders out in the audience there with lifting up her top. No, she, she was a huge fan of the band. Uh, the brilliant uncirculated coin will also be available in limited numbers in three exclusive packs, which includes a poster and will only be available to purchase from the Royal Mint. So it's Queen on the front and Queen on the back. There you go. Exactly. All right. Uh, and we'll wrap it up there because we have a guest uh, that we are going to go to. So that is your music news this morning. Uh, we haven't talked to uh, Adam in quite a while, uh, but we're happy to have him on because he is the co-director of this film. Steve, you're checking this out. Uh, oh, my God, it looks great. Uppity, the Willie T. Ribs story. And what were you describing it as? You kind of said it was... So he's the Jackie Robinson of racing, basically. Yeah. And I, 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 great documentaries can illuminate you to something you had no idea. Yeah. Here's a whole story to be told, and I'm very excited to see it. Agreed. So let's get Adam Carolla on. Yeah. Morning. Hey, Adam. Hey, thanks for having me. You bet, man. Absolutely. So, yeah, as Steve was saying, uh, you know, the Willie T. Ribbs story, I, it, and, and he said great documentaries can bring you, you know, uh, enlighten you of stories you didn't know. I was not aware of the Willie T. Ribbs story, and he was uh, groundbreaking in the, in the world of uh, uh, motorsports, which you're a big fan of, correct? Yeah, I am. I, I have a lot of old race cars. I do some vintage racing and some modern racing, too. And uh, Willie T's a name. He's not really a household name, but when you 
see the guy's story, you'll be pretty blown away by it. Well, he's um, <clears throat> excuse me there. Uh, I almost cho- choked on my drink here, but uh, he he's basically um, an anomaly to me. He enters into a sport that was dominated. Um, by uh, Caucasian people. It's just that was the nature of the sport at the time in the 70s still. But, um, and, and uh, you know, just watching the trailer, um, he, he was just a dynamo. He was just unbeatable. And um, it's a story that I'm, I'm so glad that uh, has been made because a lot of times these things, you know, would just kind of go by the wayside. But this is something that needs to be celebrated. Um, and he's, uh, from what I gather, Adam, uh, 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 you know, a very uh, um, he had sort of a lot of the things that Ali had. He was, you know, he was a good looking guy. He was charismatic or is charismatic, but um, he was fighting uh, sort of an uphill battle. But he, he just kept winning and no one could argue against that. And that was just the proof was in his racing skill. Yeah, he he, he had the skill and. You know, unlike basketball or football or any any sport, you need the equipment. You need the team around you. You need sponsorship. You need millions of dollars. And yeah. that's the thing that's different about racing. You know, there's nothing you could do about LeBron James or Will Chamberlain or whomever. They were phenomenon. And they were going to go to the NBA no matter where they came from or who mm. their dad was or how much money they didn't have. But in racing, you've got to have that sponsorship. You've got to have that ride. And if you can't get the ride, it really doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't have the equipment, you're not going to be competitive. Well, just starting to, to do a little bit of research on him, I mean, yeah, you have this whole, you're right, it's, it's a whole mechanism behind him and then and, and the pit crew and so on. So many ways to potentially sabotage him, um, you know, and, and I assume it's, it was an uphill battle for sponsorships, and and things like that. Somebody had to say, you know what? It's it's worth it to attach ourselves to this guy because um, you know it will it will end up benefiting. I mean, I, I assume at the beginning it was it was turbulent, but I, I guess it's um, you know it kind of shows the way the world was at that time. That I, I I'm I'm fairly I know a fair amount about racing. I had not heard of this guy. So uh, what 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 got you involved in wanting to tell this story? Because you're a producer and co-director as well. Um, I was doing winning the racing life of Paul Newman. I was doing another documentary about another guy who raced cars. In this case, Paul Newman. And in the, in doing that doc, we ran into Willie T because Willie T was part of Newman's world. Newman got Willie T a sponsorship and a ride in a Trans Am car in the eighties. And so when we were doing the Newman doc, we stumbled into Willie T and then we were like, we're going to do this doc when we're done with Newman. And that's what we ended up doing. So Paul Newman was, it was a very active civil rights um, activist. And, and, uh, and, and so obviously what, was there ever any talk of, of, of Paul Newman doing something, you know, obviously he helped him with his career, but, but getting the story out himself. Um, you know, Newman was a guy who was, you know, active in uh, civil rights and many other um, many other causes. And I think he thought, here's a black driver. He's got a lot of ability. He doesn't have a sponsor. I'm going to get on the phone with Budweiser, and I'm going to get this guy sponsored and okay. get him into a Trans Am race. 
as that's what he did, even though he raced against Paul Newman. You know, Newman actually brought a guy in who was faster than he was to race against him in his own series. Wow. It's very cool. I, there are a couple of quotes that appear in the trailer, and it's uh, it's him talking him uh, about himself, uh, Willie T. Ribs, and he says, um, you don't want me in your sport, then beat me. And he's you know very defiant, and he says, you want a reason not to like me, I'm going to give you one. So he, uh, from what I gather, he there was sort of a um, – he wasn't a uh, somebody who was going to demure from um, the fight and and brought it. Yeah, he he wasn't like you know Gandhi. Yeah, or Jesus Christ or something. Right, he was in your face. He could fight. He trained with Muhammad Ali. Like he was good. He knew he was good, and he had that attitude, which is not. One that you normally have when you're the sort of odd man out right. trying to break in to a sport, but that's part of his story. And, you know, the, the, the honest story with Willie is you never know how much of it was racism and how much of it was just Willie and people didn't like him. He was brash and arrogant. He won. He got up on the car and did like the Ollie shuffle on <laughs> the race. Like, like, you know, there's a, it's an interesting nuanced story because it's not all racism. There's also just a part where guys didn't like him. They weren't used to that mentality in but, their sport. But isn't that, I thought that was part and parcel with racing, Adam. You got to be confident and cocky and a lot of racers are the, you know, it's like boxing. I'm the champion of the world. Try and come and get me, you know? Yeah, but if you think about it, you didn't hear a lot of that back in then in race. Okay. Even now, it's kind of like, oh, shucks, I want to thank my team. You know, that kind of stuff. You didn't see guys on top of the car doing mm. a victory dance. They, they, were, they were considered, I don't know, gentlemen racers. Like, you weren't supposed to act yeah. that way. Yeah, I right. can see that. And, and and thinking about it over the course of the years, yeah, that that, that stands to reason. That's, uh, he, he would have been an anomaly back then with that level of, of confidence, you know, but it wasn't overconfidence. He was delivering. Yeah, well, he just brought that attitude to racing that existed in boxing and, and maybe other sports, but it just didn't exist in, in boxing. I mean, I, I don't know. There were just sports like, race car driving and, you know, tennis and golf, or they just didn't do that kind of stuff. Right. And he did that kind of stuff and it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And then of course he was black. So that, that probably didn't help. Uh, however, he did, anyway. he did it anyway. At at that time, as we found out that, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, racing stars were, were kind of sex symbols too. They were very, very popular in that time. And uh, like Kathy here in our studio, her grandfather apparently spread his seed all <laughs> over the country. And uh, I'm wondering if uh, if he had a reputation with the ladies as well since he had that opportunity. Or was it difficult because he was black? Uh, I think he did fine with the ladies. <laughs> all right. He was a good-looking guy. Yeah, yeah very sure. good-looking well, guy, yeah. Yeah, and he was... Uh... Had a lot of confidence. Kathy, do you think Adam would know your your grandfather? I don't know. Ralph Liguori, I mean, he uh, raced into his 70s. That's kind of what he's known for. Yeah, he got my mom pregnant. (laughs) 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 Then you do know him. (laughs) 
You and Kathy are related. NBC contacted me. They want to do a story about Seriously? it. Seriously? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, well, that's when you're racing. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's the lifestyle takes you around, It takes you around the country, man. Just fling it out of the car. <laughs> wow. That's kind of what he did. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Adam, because you, you, you know, obviously, you, I, you've, I know that you have these cars that you mentioned in the beginning. I had no idea how amazing your uh, car collection is. You have one of Paul Newman's prized vehicles, a Porsche uh, 935. Uh, how long did it take you to get that? Well, I was uh, did a documentary, you know, Winning the Racing Life of Paul Newman, which is also available on Chassis, if you guys haven't seen that one. And uh, we chronicled him going to Le Mans right. 79 and racing that car, and they won their class and so on and so forth. And I was like, oh, that's the holy grail of uh, Paul Newman race cars. Right. And about, uh, God, must have been about two or three years after we finished the dock, it, it came up for sale at an auction in uh, Pebble Beach, I think, in 2016. And I was just like, I got to get that car. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was a lot of money. I sell a bunch of cars and get that car and take a loan and everything else but um it's beautiful I, though i do own that car and i do race that car oh nice. you do oh, nice. he, oh, i'm sure he'd be happy with that so adam uh the the movie is it available on chassis.com is that where people need to get this yes c-h-a-s-s-y.com and and the uppity's there and so is ford you know we did we did uh basically Ford v. Ferrari, we did the 24-hour war, which is that same story. We did uh, we, we, we did uh, Shelby American. We did all those. We got a lot of great racing stories there, if anyone wants to go check it out. Well, that stuff is always compelling. So, yeah. I, I, so my eyes were open to, to this, uh, to this uh, website and to this new content, and we're going to be checking it out. Yep, we'll send people that way. Thanks, you guys. You bet, man. Chassis.com. All right, Adam, good luck with everything. We'll talk to you down the road, okay? Thank you. All right, Adam Carolla, yeah. guys. It is a pretty cool story. I would like to uh, learn more about that guy. Do you remember those movies? Like, like there was a movie called Le Mans, like, or yeah. Le Mans, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Which was great, and then Grand Prix, and there were... Uh, which one was uh, Steve McQueen? Was it Le Mans? Uh, I think it was James Garner was in one, Paul Newman, and they, I mean, they really had, you know, there was, it was a, a, a love affair with the yeah. racing lifestyle, and then, of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, I think it was Paul Newman that got Tom Cruise on The Color of Money into racing. Yeah. So I, I guess it's it's sort of an intoxicating thing. Yeah. I don't know how intoxicated I would be with that. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. It's, uh, I mean, having, you know, we've done the ride-alongs yeah, at, yeah. at Pocono. I let someone else drive. It's pretty, yeah. it's, you, you got to have nerves of steel in order to do that. Yeah, Kat. Um At the motorsports show in, in Oaks this weekend, uh, they had, speaking of my grandfather, they had restored one of the cars that he drove, and it was uh, at the show this weekend. Somebody went and, and took pictures and sent oh, them to right. me. That's Another cool. fun fact, yeah. that everyone who attended that show Stop was related it. to Kat. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all Romano relatives get in for half price. <laughs> they right. made no money. We got to take a break because we're going to come back in just a moment and we will get the letter of the day. And, oh, yeah, and we have another uh, little concert announcement. I'll do that when we come back. Oh, my God. Uh, so we'll get to those details and more when we return. Stay with us. You've got to be kidding. It's MMR's. <laughs> 
Easy Money Contest. Just won a thousand bucks, huh? Yeah, I did, man. Your shot at a thousand dollars cash five times every weekday. Are you serious? Tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear that hour's winning keyword. One random entry wins a thousand bucks in cash every time. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. MMR's Easy Money. Ryan, congratulations. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much, sir. MMR Rock. You won $1,000. <laughs> I can't believe this. Complete contest rules at WMMR.com. 93.3. WMMR. Everything that rocks, baby. Fantastic, man. I love WMMR. Powered by Meineke. Total car care since 1972. Blues Traveler on 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. They are going to be playing that Hoagie Nation show that uh, we just announced a little while ago. Uh, it's going to be May 23rd at The Man, so you'll get to be in an awesome outdoor venue, checking out a really great band, along with some other pretty amazing bands. Daryl Hall and John Oates, Squeeze, Cool and the Gang, man. Cool and the Gang, you know, like Hollywood Swing, and they yeah. have so many great songs. You will have a blast. The Hooters are playing, and a bunch of others. So uh, tickets go on sale uh, this Friday at uh, Ticketmaster.com. So do the MMRBQ and do the Hoagie Nation show. I think there's, that's a way to kick Absolutely, off your Absolutely, yeah. Right there. So good stuff. Uh, uh, speaking of good stuff, I want to thank... Oh, you know what? We never did get a winner for what? Tattoosday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to need oh, to we'll get, get a winner. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I want to thank Terry Crews for being here. So awesome. He is, he's one of a kind. He's, uh, he is something else. He is Mr. Positive, loads of energy. And, you know, he, he even, even spent some time talking about how, uh, people kind of brush off, oh, Mr. Positivity, blah, 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 this and that. But that's who he is. Yeah. He just, he, he just, that's who he is. And it's gotten him as far as he's gotten. And he's one of the most friendly guys you will ever meet. And dude is cut up like nobody's business. I he's love the uh, the shoot up tootsie, pot, tootsie yeah. roll. He's incredible. So <laughs> America's Got Talent, the champions. Mondays, 8 p.m. on NBC 10 and Brooklyn 99. Next season is premiering on Thursday, February 6 on NBC 10. Thank you to Adam Carolla. We yeah. just spoke to him about the uh, uh, Willie T. Ribs story. Uppity is what uh, that is called. So it was cool to have him on as well. And uh, Pierre Robert has made it into the studio. Hey, man. Why, good day. How are you, sir? You've had quite the day. Yeah, it's been a bit a good one. Yeah, really. You were off to yesterday, right? No, we were no. here. You were here? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes, we did come oh. in and work yesterday. So okay. we got to see Ray Coob, and that was nice. That is very nice. He gave nice. us the first letter yesterday. Very nice. Before we get to you, we actually have a concert announcement. Well, do oh. that because I have to go find what the letter is. <laughs> okay, you go ahead and do it. How about this? I can't believe this. Uh, this show is going to be at the link... Yeah. Oh. And it is Rammstein. Rammstein! Rammstein! I kid you not. Rammstein. Do we have any Rammstein music? What? Where is it? Yeah. And this is a, uh, this is going to be at the link. Okay. They have a rabid fan base. Do they? They do. Okay. Like link-sized rabid fan base? That I'm not so sure of. It may hey, listen. They're, they're no dummies. A lot of things have surprised me, and I would not doubt if this surprised me. The fact that they might sell out the link, you never know. Not, not a lot of people do Rammstein style music. No. Uh, Sunday, August 23rd at the link. 
Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. And you can listen this week to Jackson because he will have tickets to give away. If you like pina coladas. lost in the rain. Uh, complete details at uh, WMMR.com. And there is a pre-sale on Thursday. Uh, so tickets officially go on sale Friday, but there is a pre-sale. So. And Jeff Dunham is opening for him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a one-two bill right there. Yeah. All right. Wow. Interesting stuff. Uh, so let me see. What else do we mm-hmm. need to do here before we wrap? I guess we need to do the letter of the day. You want to do yes. that? All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now the Daily Letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in Arthur. Arthur. Ooh. All right. And we have a six-pack pit tickets for MMRBQ 2020, Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. And uh, tickets are on sale now. 25 bucks for the early bird special on the lawn. And that's while supplies last. Pavilion seats are forty nine fifty. Complete details, WMMR.com. Nine bands, Disturbed, Sublime with Rome, Pretty Reckless, Royal Blood, Puddle of Mud, Crowbot, Dirty Honey, The Who, and Foxtrot, and The Get Down. So looking forward to that, obviously. Oh, man. You ready for a show? <laughs> You bet. Excuse me. You bet. What's coming up on the program? Well, I will have uh, more opportunities to win some cash, 11 a.m., 1 p.m. That's uh, your easy money. We've got uh, tickets for the second Sting show, uh, which uh, the first one sold out. So the second one's going to be the very next night, uh, May 2nd, and that goes on sale Thursday. I've got that. We've got uh, Workforce Blocks of Kiss for Paul Stanley's birthday yesterday. We've got uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and uh, we, uh, I also believe, have another concert announcement coming at noon. Uh, it, if if we have it correctly, it's quite an interesting pairing. So really? stay tuned for that. The whole morning's been about that. Uh, somebody texted in and said that they sold out the link last time they were here in less really? than two minutes. Whoa. Come what? on. Two minutes? I don't ever remember them playing the link. I don't either. <sighs> First so, of all, but well, I'm not saying they didn't. They've been uh, around for a long time, they and they're popular. I know that. Uh. Uh, all right, anyhow, we got to move along because Pierre's got to get to the uh, uh, easy money here in oh, yeah. in eight minutes. So let's uh, let's thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Hers, the official snack food of the President Steve Show. Also by Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the President Steve Show, and Drexel University's Test Drive. Yeah! February 10th through the 14th, Nick, a big fan. Visit drexel.edu slash test drive. Uh, tomorrow, live music in the studio. Glorious Sons oh. will be here performing, and it'll be a Wednesday, so we'll go live on Fox Good Day and uh, a bunch of other stuff, uh, secret text word and more. That's it. We are done. Rage on, and have a great day. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. You know, I figured out why we have baby toes. So that when you get up to take a piss at night, you bang them into everywhere. What the f***? Next message. This is your public service announcement. Cardboard Classic is Mark Stooks. Tomorrow, Wednesday, they will have official release information on WMMRU. Next message. Just a friendly word of encouragement to the people on 202 North. Go. 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 Just go. Go. Damn it, you dat goobers. Mother. Go.
The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 